0: Welcome to the first ever podcast of Men Speak Radio. We're not releasing the episodes in chronological order, but starting with a live men's group to demonstrate conscious communication with depth, fun, and a bit of banter in these times of COVID-19 isolation. We discuss disconnected dating and how to get it right, how to be and where to go to meet decent people worth dating, how we are and what's up for us, as well as how to get over ourselves without suppression, bad behaviour or doing a disappearing act. We had a lot of fun doing this and I hope you'll have a lot of fun listening. Please pass it on. Welcome to Men Speak Radio. This is a very very strange and unusual show because my voice has gone underground can you hear how low my (laughs) voice is? it's really cool eh? (laughs) so what we're going to do with this show is demonstrate a men's group and there are six of us so we are officially the dirty dozen and we're going to be dirty enough that this is james's first ever men's group so this isn't how All men's groups run. This is how this particular... Every men's group's different. It depends on who's in the room, uh, what the moon is doing, what digestion's doing, what the weather's like, what's going on in people's lives, blah, blah, blah. So without going on and on and on too much, I am going to hand over to Yogesh, who is going to read the ground rules. The first thing that we do before we start a men's group is check out the (coughs) ground rules. And once everyone's agreed or added or taken away or haggled, once everyone's checked in and said, yes, I can own those ground rules,
1: then we kick off. Over to Yogesh. Do I have to put that funny voice on? Funny voice? (laughs) How dare you. The first ground rule is confidentiality. So what is said in our men's groups stays in our men's groups. Uh, Phrases like, I saw this on TV or my friend said are fine as long as no one can be identified. This is often referred to as the Chatham House rule. And we take this very seriously. The second rule is respect. Respect yourself, everyone's truth, boundaries, feelings, perspectives and stories beyond judgment and projection. Respect the space when others talk and listen. Respect of other people's people naturally follows on from self-respect. Take part authentically take part in the group with words and in silence. Better to say pass for whatever reason than to resort to banter, perform, put up a smoke screen or say any other tactics to hide from what you might be feeling, thinking, or whatever might be triggered inside you. We practice authentic presence and connection. Number four, be honest, be honest with yourself and the group. That way you can own your own feelings and work them through, rather than quietly internalize, suppress, then possibly dump them on someone down the line. We get to know our shadows, we consciously break limiting patterns, and we set ourselves free. What a relief. Number five, own what you say. Use I statements rather than you, one, or we. What you say may not be true for other men. Depersonalizing avoids ownership of feelings, experiences, opinions and issues, making change an uphill battle. The word we seeks validation and acceptance of other men. My puts your truth before your need to fit in. Number six, stay in the present. Be clear about what is true right now and what was true of the past. Words like always and keeps on Limit present opportunities to past outcomes, whereas sometimes, and used to, make space for change. Number seven, don't bully. This is a safe, inclusive space. Neither aggressive nor passive-aggressive behaviour is an option here. No one's safety will be compromised. Men can learn how to better question, challenge and disagree when their buttons are pressed. Be aware of when you feel vulnerable and your defences come up. Number eight, don't dramatise. When someone speaks, give him space with his story, without commenting on how good, bad, ugly you think it is. Hijacking or making a drama of another man's story might limit him. Let him name it, have it witnessed, learn from it, let it go. Number nine, experiment with who you are. If you've survived life by clowning about, appearing aggressive or passive, This is a space where you can experiment with other parts of yourself and feel which personality fits test drive the more authentic you and take him out into the world beyond old playground or professional personalities number 10 name what's triggered one man's story is another man's emotional reaction so best name the issue triggered talk it through and let it pass carrying it home and allowing it to get hold of you feeds it and keeps it alive. We name it, we don't shame it or blame it. Then live beyond it. Number 11, live beyond the rules. Playing small to be safe or liked may keep you small and stuck. Exploring the edge of your comfort zone may bring challenges and help you grow. Live beyond your fears, fantasies and old restrictions to express a more authentic you in daily life. And finally, number 12, always talk about Men Speaks men's groups this is not a fight club the first rule of men speak is you tell everyone about men speak tips techniques and tools picked up in a men's speaks men's group are best shared far and wide the more men we support the better our world brilliant thank you
0: so to get a copy of the ground rules and the check and round that we're going to use right now you can go to mensgroups.co.uk does anyone have anything they need to ask about the ground rules, or add, or take away, or haggle, or edit, or anything, James?
2: Um, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with them. I, I might break a few because it's my first time and I, I'm new to this. That's uh, I'm included. Sorry if I do,
0: there is one ground rule that says play bigger. Play big enough to get things wrong. Play big enough to grow. So that's taking part. It's not about play small and get it right. It's like play good, play big, and meet your edge. So that's cool. And also, don't forget, no pressure. You're allowed to say pass. Yeah,
2: definitely, yeah, definitely. allowed to say pass. I'm
3: ready. Yeah? yeah. Anyone else?
0: Are we all cool with it? We are in. So, ground rules, we've agreed, we've all checked in. Next thing we do is two-minute silence. I'm not going to do two minutes because apparently it's bad radio. And I'm putting on my radio voice. So we're going to do 20 seconds instead. So here's 20 seconds silence. straight in check in round over to you Bertie
4: <coughs> so my name is Bertie right now I feel uh, there's a little bit of nervousness there but mostly it's just like just happy to be here I think this is gonna be good fun uh, what I want from this group is mm, nothing in particular just Share, listen, take the piss a bit. My age is 26. Uh, Chinese signs monkey, Western sign Capricorn. I am single and on the market. I'm straight. My favorite piece of clothing. Oh, uh, so we've changed this one. Yeah. Last Last time time I cried. cried. Uh, It wasn't a proper cry, but I shed a tear this morning at... A book I'm reading, um, a very touching moment in it. Um, the last time I no, I'm going to pass that one because yeah, uh, it's just it doesn't feel right to do it on radio and tell them what it is. That's the last time I ejaculated. Question, right? Yeah, and good your exercise. You're you're pulling
0: out your your pass card. Totally yeah. loud. It's not about pressure and performance. By the way, quick question. Don't worry, it's, it's sort of about <laughs> ejaculation. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you ejaculated? <laughs> was your crying sad crying, overwhelmed crying, speechless
4: crying, heart opening um, crying? Yeah, I think it was the one you talk about that heart opening. That's the best kind of crying, isn't it? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's good to know that there's lots of different crying, eh? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Well, it makes me sound smart. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, my greatest fear right now, mm, I don't know. It's something about saying something that will get me in trouble, or that I'll like be embarrassed, and my mum will say, "Why did you say on this?" <laughs> you know, something like that. <laughs> Do you know that
0: that's a really good point we could agree that because this isn't live anywhere that we could have anything beeped out or edited out so none of us feel like iffy or overly vulnerable or anything um so shall we make it safe that way yeah cool so any fears left uh no
4: sorted um i'm sick of um, not being on holiday I'm going on holiday next week so Yay. <laughs> it's taken a long time <laughs> uh, I love mm, the sunshine definitely I am yeah just quite curious to see how the group turns out
2: cool thank you is it me now yeah. Oh, okay. This is James's first time. My name is James Blake. I feel like that's the start of an Eminem song. Um <laughs> sorry for the joke. Um I feel a little bit nervous, which is why I'm making really bad jokes. Um I'm a little bit angry because my phone went off at the start and it shouldn't have done, but otherwise I'm I'm good. I'm quite I'm quite quite in a good place. Like I said a little bit nervous. Uh what I want from this group is to to learn, um hopefully a lot about myself, uh maybe sort of talk about some things that are bothering me. And um yeah, my age is twenty-four, I think I'm the youngest in the room. My Chinese sign is pig, uh my western sign is Aquarius, I am single on the market and confused. My sexuality is straight, that is heterosexual, right? yeah Yep. yep um my favorite piece of clothing i just bought a really cool t-shirt which i didn't wear today why i regret now uh, it's got the warner brothers logo with bugs bunny on
0: it ah. and i'm a big bugs bunny fan ah. so.
2: also don't forget that we've swapped that one for the last time i cried oh so should i say the last time i yeah. cried um it was a couple of weeks ago i was on the phone to my nan And she's suffering from Alzheimer's, and she couldn't remember who I was. Oh, Um, wow! Cried quite 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 heavily after I hung up the phone, which probably leads into my greatest fear: I'm going to pass number eight. Um, My greatest fear is losing my nan at the moment. Mm. She's very important in my life. How old is she? 77. Wow, quite young. Yeah, quite young. Especially since I've got a great grandma who's 92. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So I've got I've got sort of both extremes there. Yeah, my greatest fear right now. I'm sick of. I don't know. Can I pass that one? Yeah, yeah. Can I pass that? I pass. I love. I love hanging out on the radio and doing this stuff, and I am
0: hot. Do you mean, like, is that an advertisement
2: that goes <laughs> with that single thing? With the single thing. I'm single and I'm hot. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and
2: it's, also...
4: With it, we're recording this, you know, so... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> don't worry. We just said we could edit stuff out, so... You know. No, we can edit stuff out. <laughs> Who do you think's got the files?
0: So, quick question. Confused about what? What's the confusion?
2: Um, I guess... Just sort of about how this is going to go, or how it's going to sort of turn no, no, out. No, for no, no, no.
0: It was about relationships, single, on the market, and confused, you said. Oh,
2: because it says that the, the way it was just formatted confused me. That's why I said confused. <laughs> you it, just it, didn't want to miss out. Because it was like, I'm single. Like part, it's got all the options,
0: but well, then confused about how could I possibly still be single, yeah, basically. considering how hot I am, yeah. <laughs> uh, fair enough. <laughs> there you and go. Do you know what? I'm really excited because James is coming to the next men flirt, yeah. Then let's see how long you're single for, yeah. Men flirt is great, hey, men flirt is nothing about flirting and it's everything about being authentic and what's the word? Oh, and showing it being the authenticity and putting that out into the world rather than being a cheap act and attracting cheap exactly. Exactly. Good and I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Yep. Thank you. Thank you
5: very much. My name is Nigel. I feel probably slightly apprehensive. Also that I might say something that will come back to haunt me but that's just the passing thing once I get in the flow of it I probably won't even remember that. What do I want from this group? I think just to, just to hang out with you guys, just see what comes up. Go with the flow. My age is forty three. My Chinese sign is tiger. My Western sign is Leo. I'm in a relationship. My sexuality is heterosexual. And I have to really concentrate on that word, saying that. <laughs> but I prefer that word than straight for me um my favorite oh sorry we got rid of that and it was the last time I cried I think it was probably yesterday uh just as a kind of like I think just like a release of pressure Mm. um
0: so it's like an overflow of emotion that needed to pass
5: yeah it's kind of like a yeah it's just a sort of pressure that built up and I just needed to released that and it happened to come out as crying
0: how did you feel before during and after it
5: um I could kind of feel it bubbling away yeah and then I could feel the need for it but I actually needed space for that so I needed like my environment to be just me in it yeah um and then afterwards I just felt I felt like a little bit of pressure had been released off I felt a bit Actually, a bit calmer. Mm. Uh, so you got the space, yeah. yeah. Good on you. Thank you. My greatest fear right now so we're gonna do, we're doing that one, aren't we? Yeah. Why not? My greatest fear, I think, um, it stays with me quite a lot. This feeling that I don't want to just exist. I want my life to mean something, um, and by meaning something. It's like I want to follow my passions and just achieve a kind of freedom in my life. So mm. my greatest fear is that, you know, I continue to live in Leytonstone East London and, um, you know, just like a ping pong ball, just bounce around the local area type of thing. Mm. Um,
0: rather than?
5: Rather than be on my <laughs> own piece of land, right. have the freedom and my own kind of independence.
0: So you... You mean like you wanna move into the countryside and find land? Yeah, I the think
5: I'm, or... I'm I'm a little bit sick of being held ransom really, but like I know it sounds silly but like energy companies, council tax, all yeah, this bullshit. Yeah. It just feels a bit like what what are we or what am I contributing towards? Yeah. You know, there's no sense of community. Yeah. You pay your bills, you 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 don't really kinda see anything for it apart from your light bulbs come on. Mm. You know, um, bombarded with EMFs all the time and Mm -hmm. the pressures of living in those type of communities that aren't aware of what the all these things do to them. You know, Mm -hmm. so from the health perspective, I kind of want to get away and in some ways create my own sort of restorative cocoon. Yeah. You know, so Mm -hmm. have a bit more, um, what's the word, control over my environment, Mm -hmm. hence the freedom. And what do I love? Well, I love nature. I love being out near, um, you know, trees and foliage and lakes and mountains. So I like the outside space. That's what I love. Mm. And the sunshine. And fresh air. Not East London, Stone air.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you
0: really I, need to move, eh? Yeah, I think I <laughs> you know.
5: I am... Um, I am, I'm kind of deep down, I suppose I, I'm sort of content, but also there's this sense of urgency that I keep feeling to move forward with things, and I'm not quite sure what that is at the moment. You kind so, of sound
0: happily stuck.
5: Yeah, I suppose like a pig in shit, I'm sort of like, sort of enjoying it for the moment, but I know that I need to mm. get out of it. mm Mm. And hence, what is it, the year of the pig? It's or the year what? of the pig. There we go. Yeah. I know it makes sense somehow. <laughs> and it's happy shit. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> cool. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Um, my name is Yogesh. I feel uh, happy to be here. And almost like I'm on holiday. Because the sun was really like amazing outside before. Hmm and everything just looks so different. Uh my purpose for this group is quite different to what I would normally have because <clears throat> it's a lot more about getting their idea of men's groups out there and giving people uh like a a way into the groups mm. so they can experience it. So I would be really happy if someone was inspired by some of what they heard today and that made them want to like go to a group like this. Uh, so how do you
0: feel people might benefit if that happened? Like why are you doing this to kind of promote men's
1: groups? I hope they might hear something that they can relate to and like, I know that when I first started to going to the groups like I realized that a lot of things that other people were saying um, I could really connect to and before I used to think that having problems was unusual Mm. And then I realized that actually everyone's got something going on and sometimes you look at people and they look like just like your normal people in inverted commas mm. that you might see on the tube or walking around in the supermarket or wherever. And when you see people's faces, they just look like normal people and you don't know what's actually going on underneath. And as normal people, it's like they're sussed. Everything's That's right. Okay. There's nothing yeah. going on.
0: Um, I remember you talking about this recently when you said something or other i don't remember what in one of your first groups bertie and i said does anyone relate to this and everyone put their hand up and you thought what did you think
4: i thought yeah well that was when i was talking about like really like emotional like depression like horrible feelings i was going through yeah and then um yeah and i went on for maybe 10 15 minutes and then yeah you said does anyone relate and then mm. everyone put their hand up like eight guys, with, like differing backgrounds and ages and everything, put their hands up. And yeah, it was it was like that. It was like, what you guys have mm. been through this, too? I thought this was unique to me. Worth mm. it's weight.
1: So I'm sure
4: there's loads of people like that who've
1: never been to a group or had that level of intimacy in mm. a conversation. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, that would be amazing if <clears throat> there were people inspired to to go to a group. Um, because of this, rather um, than the pub, rather than the pub or Samaritans, I think, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't <laughs> comment on the Samaritans because I've never spoken to one. But, um, I mean, it's all good, but why
0: not nip it in the bud? Talk about it, sort it out, rather than make. I it guess to this right is now. less
1: scary because I can imagine like phoning some kind of a hotline would be really scary. Like, I would associate that with when you're at right on um, the edge, yeah, right on the edge of yeah. something. um so yeah, and then you're admitting to yourself that there's a major sort of crisis as well. So yeah. it, that's quite hard to do in itself, I think, sometimes. Mm. Whereas the groups are actually um, amazing because a lot of people don't have like major issues. They're just things that are coming and going and that are passing. Mm. Um, so you don't have actually have to have an issue to attend one of the groups. Mm. Uh, I'm 33. Uh, My Chinese sign is the water buffalo, and I'm a Virgo. I'm single, uh, straight. Uh, Favourite piece of clothing clothing is my jeans. Cried. Um, I last cried, that was before Christmas last year. But it's quite rare for me to cry, so when it does happen, it means that there's something up. Mm. or something quite big that is passing but when i i don't cry much but when it does happen i can't i find it really hard to control so it can actually be quite embarrassing
0: so you kind of hold it hold it hold it bang and then it's
1: all about <coughs> everything that's been saved up i don't know if it's that i'm actually holding it because um yeah i think if i wanted to i would if, right. especially if i was by myself yeah but it's just yeah, it's quite weird. It's like, you know, some people say they don't get cold as much, but when they get them, <laughs> they yeah. get them. So it's kind of like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've, it can be embarrassing if, um, you know, you're in a public sp- place or like uh, at work or something like that. Mm. Um, are we doing the chocolate question? If you want. Last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, my greatest fear right now is, Having to clear my throat all the time and then being on the radio.
0: What What are the rules with throat clearing on the radio? Away from the mic. Okay, so you so, just move so. away. So <coughs> just like just like that, just like that. <laughs> yeah, but I you because he faltered as well. Is it what are the rules? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I'm sick of. There's so much negativity around just so many things like yeah just loads of negative stuff at the moment um, so I'm sick of division and like negativity and mm. sometimes just wish that people could be more tolerant and loving um, I love I love having my own space I love for the first time being single as well actually Mm. and before that used to be a problem for me, but I'm just really happy that I am.
0: Mm. What changed? How come?
1: I think I just realized that when I've started to get into relationships, just how much benefit you have when you're single, like just how much freedom you have. Yeah. Um, So it just feels like everything happens for a reason, and having that space is like a special time in your life Mm. not that i want to be like that forever but it's just a really special time that you know i'm sure that one day i'm going to really value
0: so you have learned not only that the grass is greener on the other side but you are actually on the other side
1: Mm. that's it yeah so and that's amazing from my own like internal peace kind of perspective as well yeah because otherwise you're kind of always feeling like you need to be in a relationship or there's something wrong or like everyone else has got, so all of that kind of goes away and you Mm. just move into acceptance and being happy with uh, the situation that I'm in at the moment. Mm. I am probably the happiest I've been um, for a very long time if not ever. Um, And yeah, sometimes I, I don't. I don't know why it is either. Um, but <laughs> Are you scared it's going to go away, or have you decided and to I, move in? And I do get scared of it going away as well. Yeah. And needing to keep that that high.
0: So, I'm guessing that happiness is around rather than you're doing happiness
1: or faking or something. You just happen to be happy. I feel it's like come from coming from within me. Right. But uh, like I was saying before, there's a lot of negativity in the world outside. So sometimes, um, uh, you know, that can interfere with that as well. Yeah. So the next thing for me is learning to kind of build like a defense or shield around myself to, Mm. without being defensive (laughs) (laughs) to, yeah, stop um, other people's negativity or the negativity in the world um, encroaching on my own. Mm. happiness and inner peace Mm. Mm. from within
0: it sounds like you've you've claimed it from within Mm. you've accepted and now it's a way of life Mm -hmm. you're so spiritual since um, like you were great the other day at the college of psychic studies thanks and it wasn't doing spiritual or being separate from a spiritual path it was a total integration of all of it and the way that you were so grounded and eloquent with it, it's like, it's, it's brilliant. Mm. What really bores me is when people do spiritual and it's such a cheap flaky act. Mm-hmm. And it's got nothing to do with life and no one can touch them. Mm. That's not you. No. Nah.
1: Good on you. Yeah, I really love um, doing public speaking and stuff you. like this. Mm. And yeah, I surprise myself when I watch it and I get such a buzz out of doing it. Uh. Cool. Cool, I'm done.
6: Thank you. Thanks. Cool. So my name is Paul. Um I feel cheeky. <laughs> it's cheeky in <an> emotion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good enough like for me. A cheeky, naughty schoolboy. He's <laughs> uh, probably getting getting into trouble today, so <laughs> um what do I want from this group? Uh I really like what you said, Yogesh. like. This this is about sharing this stuff for me, sharing men's groups, because mm. it's had such a big impact on my life, um, the relationships I have with, with guys now. Um, so yeah, I'm here today for that. Uh, my age is 41, Chinese sign is Taurus, uh, Western sign, no, Chinese sign is snake, Western sign is Taurus. Um, I'm partnered, uh, stepfather, straight Um, last time I cried I can't really remember the the last big cry but I tend to cry quite a lot at films and stuff if anything kind of quite sensitive like that Um, so it's like being touched cry yeah so it could be you know um, The Waltons No, that's a bit too far. It
0: worked for me. For (laughs) years, if I needed to cry, I'd watch The Walton's and I'd be empty. It was great.
6: Yeah. Some sort of rom-com would do it, Uh, probably. It's like, yeah. But I don't let um, Anna see me do that. Really? I've just confessed it on radio. (laughs) 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 It was a bit pointless. Um, I hide it back sometimes. Um, My greatest fear right now, I always rush this part of check in round mm. and I never really sort of sit with what my fears are. I kind of skim over them sometimes or something that's not really meaningful to me. Mm. Um so my greatest fear um I guess like family, loved ones passing away. Mm. It's quite a big one. It sort of popped up in quite a lot recently, so um I'm sick of, well, today I'm sick of like tourists because I'm used to going into London when it's people that work there and they know where they're going and they walk at a certain speed. I'm sick of tourists just stopping in my way. (laughs) 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 So that's quite a a major one today. Um, So I hate that. I uh, I love what I'm doing at the moment. I love training people exercise I love the men's group stuff Um, yeah I'm loving life at the moment I am um, getting older Mm. wow you're looking good though yeah it's
0: it's the tan yeah Yeah. it's just t-shirt tan (laughs) (laughs) cool thank you thanks so my name is Kenny. I feel, I feel humbled. Actually, um, hanging out with you a lot. What you're saying. Um, everyone else is so open about their crying, and it looks like Yogesh is the only one who publicly ejaculates. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> publicly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, really, really chuffed, humbled, uh, able to share all of this. What I want from this group is to kind of like demystify us. Not all men. We can't speak for all men or all men's groups or what happens or anything like that. But this is an insight. I'm 54. I'm a Virgo dragon. And it strikes me that we've got 20s, 30s, 40s and 50s around the table. And that I just look better than all of you put together. (laughs) 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 I'm married straight... Last time I cried was the other day and it was really something actually because um, my wife said something to me and she said it kind of as a joke and I chose to really feel it. I don't remember exactly what it was um, and I don't really want to go there but it was some sort of a joke Um, and I chose to feel it and I felt emotions come up um, and there's one of my cheap lines as you all know (laughs) is follow the feeling and I thought this has triggered something and I want to get into this feeling and I want to follow it back and I was shocked that it took me to the age of seven when we lived in after refugee camps we lived in Wales um, and it was around the time that we just moved there we didn't know how to cook or clean or shop or anything Um, there was a lot of guilt there was guilt for even eating because I thought if they didn't have to feed me, That have a better chance of survival, so it was like crazy thinking. And there was something that my mother used to ask me. I'm not going to say what, because we're, you know, this is public, I'll, I'll tell you all later if you like. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd love to tell you later. Um, but there was some, and it's by no means her fault, it's no one's fault, but she'd ask me this thing, and I always said no, because I didn't know how to fix it. Um And then... For most of my life, I just felt guilt about it. Uh, And then I said, I found out from my wife that my mother and wife had a conversation. uh, And the real, there was more to the story. But cut that story out. I felt a feeling of the seven-year-old boy in me that I had never allowed myself to feel all my life. And I was kind of like carrying it and suppressing it. And I thought... I'm not going to push this down. I'm not going to hold it back. I want this to come up. So I stayed there and it came up and I had a jolly good cry and it was um, it was a relief. It was a real relief to meet myself there, to let it out. Um, Angela was shocked. Um, I was, I guess, out of control. Well, I, was, I wasn't like convulsing and out of control having a drama, but, you know, it was like it was released. And it was a huge relief. It was wonderful. Um, and I feel clear without it. Like there's something there was some baggage that I was used to carrying that I'm not carrying anymore. So last week and weirdly, within two hours we were with, with you in the office <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't know anything about it. And I thought Bertie's gonna see that my eyes are red or something and I'm gonna have to tell him that I like that, that Angela. Poke chili in my eyes, and, you know. <laughs> but I knew that it would come up and I'd get a chance. Uh, ejaculated. Do you know? So while we're here, <laughs> my favorite. That was, lo- that was the last time. No.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, I cried so well that I just came in my pants. No. Um, I remember a 60, there's a guy in his late 60s, and he was honest enough in the checking round to say, well, Actually, that's why I'm a bit late for the group. (laughs) But I also remember um, very often older men talk about um, ejaculation and sex and how things have changed as they've got older. One guy said, well, this isn't really about ejaculation. This is about an operation because I've got this so-and-so complicated named thing where his dick was growing in some sort of a... A curve, and he had to go for an operation, and he was scared, and he didn't know what to do. And so that, it's, you know, I don't remember when anyone ejaculates. It really doesn't bother me. I don't think anyone remembers too much. But the question is to talk about health, relationships. It could be about, especially these days, porn addiction, or it could be about abstinence. Or in the old days, blokes would always talk about well, don't you guys know how to have an orgasm without ejaculation? I'm so special. I read that American book, yada, 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 whatever. So it's, it's, it's a can of worms. And it's there to make to not, not just make a space, but also to give people a kind of, I don't know if this sounds wrong, a pound of flesh with fear. It's like, oh, my God, what are we going to talk about? Uh, and then after that comes my greatest fear right now. And what is my greatest? Do you know, it's death. It's not my death. I would love to die. I would so love to die because then I won't have to be around for the death of my mother or my father or my wife or even some of my friends and I'd be the cowardly first one out. That would be great because I do not want to be around missing people. I don't I don't want it. So my greatest fear is one of them going. Um, and it really touched me what you said about your grandmother. Um, I don't know anyone who's had Alzheimer's I've got two friends with Parkinson's um older blokes um and I guess I've lost a few people but not very very close but I can't imagine what it's like um someone not remembering some especially someone who I love who I am um I'm guessing I know what it's like to have a broken heart and how I fantasized that it would probably be easier to get over the heartache of the relationship if she was dead, rather than just not with me. Do you know what I mean? Because it's it's a completion, rather than I have to deal with this. I have to deal with the the pain of this. So yeah, greatest fear right now is someone close dying. I am sick of these pangs of um jealousy or envy that i i have noticed i've been getting while looking at facebook it's just like wrong and it's not even things that i want or care about excuse me
5: sorry say that bit again kenny it's like of
0: jealousy or envy or some reaction and it's to things that i'm not even that interested in but flicking through people's lives and thinking weird things
5: isn't, isn't that part of the whole thing behind social media
0: i think it's supposed it's so, to be but i haven't it? felt it until recently yeah and it's like this is not good what it's doing to my i'm noticing my my body reactions and i don't know whether it's competition or am i the same or what's going on but weird emotions watching looking at social media and i guess i kind of need to the social media thing for work but what I'm planning is staying away from all of this and just doing my work and letting someone else deal with content and all of that but it's weird and then I was on a a dating TV show um, on Monday and there were 18 year old kids basically Uh, and they seemed to have absolutely no relationship to relationships it was all tick boxes and Instagram and photos and Boomerangs and how should I feel and what are the rules and how do I do this and is it right if this and is it wrong if that and it's like I'm sick of people not being kind of connected, not having it's like Yogesh said, community. Um real connection. You said it earlier on, Nigel, real lives, real connection, real people. It's like do people not do that anymore? It's all heads down looking at a computer and getting fixes and being programmed it's not even watching programs it's being programmed and i'm sick of it i don't like the way that my my mind is beginning to think and my body's beginning to um react and then my wife brought it to my attention about how people can be really jealous at me um and i'm sick at at people being not just jealous but competitive and waiting for me to step one foot wrong it's all so judgmental that's not natural that's not community I love nature. And, you know, I think if it wasn't for going into the forest or even just like a bit of nature, I'd go mad. I don't know how people are just like, flicking and scrolling and stuff all the time and and it's like, and then looking at things and even if they're in nature, they're not in nature, they're filming nature and waiting for something to happen yesterday there was this poor little grandson of this like nasty looking grandmother and as soon as the thing came on, he knew he had to dance and put on a show because then she'd stop and maybe he loved it, I don't know but it's the same, it's like not being with but performing for, to show
5: what? And then where's the connection? Well, that, that's the key word for me with social media. fit performance. Yeah,
0: yeah. And surely it brings, because one of the things that I've really realised this year is how much loneliness there is. I had no idea how lonely people are. And, I mean, I've, I've got it easy. I've got you lot. I've got the men's groups. We hang out. There's real quality. So many people, even if they have friends... ...or so-called friends... ...or drinking people or whatever... ...they're lonely... ...there's no space for them to be them... ...I I don't like the way the world's going... ...it's really weird... Um, ...I love... ...I love being on the radio... ...I really, really enjoy it... ...and there's something about it... ...that brings a certain focus... ...and quality of conversation... Um, ...chatting with people... ...asking questions... ...telling the truth sharing things that are true and vulnerable rather than hiding them and pretending that everything is facebook or ah i found the sun the other day on the underground it's worse than social media <laughs> and that programs people people believe that shit. it's outrageous mm-hmm. i am excited about where we're going to go and eat after the show i can't imagine sunny day like today good friday sun's out there's a full moon Mm. boys are back in town (laughs) (laughs) so that's the check-in round um and what we generally do is see if anyone has any major needs what's in the room is anyone carrying anything? And those needs are met first. And it's not save or fix or anything like that. It's more learning from each other's experiences and hearing how other people have done well or not done well so we can make our own choices. Um, is there is anyone sitting on anything in particular that you can think of, anything that you've brought to the
4: party? I've got something half-formed. Go for it. So it's, I think it's around... Um Mm, well I'm single and I've been single for a while and I've just not met many quality women and now that spring's here Uh, it's like suddenly everyone's out everyone's happy everyone's in you know quite revealing clothing as well so I guess I'm feeling the longing quite a lot to just at least meet, like, a decent woman. Define decent. Um, so, for example, the last girl that I almost went on a date with, she... Like, I met her one day and she seemed really, really nice and, like, was, like, really friendly and bubbly. And um, she. I met her through a mutual, like, a mutual friend so I thought oh she you know she must be nice and she was interested in like the men's groups and stuff and then the second time I met her she was just suddenly completely different and was really like overbearing and um, uh, at one point she was like "Uh, let's let's spend you know let's spend Wednesday together and I was like I don't know if I want to spend the whole day with you like you're just you, you're just playing some <laughs> weird behaviors. So I was like, "Well, let me check my calendar." And she said, um, a girl offers to spend the day with you and you check your calendar.
0: What? So she's saying, "I'm the catch. You yeah. should be falling at my
4: feet." Yeah. Yeah, it's not very decent, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> and I just had to get away like- with, get, get away from her. And like, I left and once I and I'd, I didn't give her like a you know a concrete date for when we're gonna have a go, go have a date mm. and I was like hey I'll get back to you on whatsapp and I just ran away mm. and then <laughs> she went really cold when I didn't give her like a specific date when we're gonna meet so there was also wow. like that 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 really hurts me that um, when people like suddenly go cold yeah um so it was just it left me with some like really ho- horrible feelings so by decent you mean
0: someone that's connected with quality rather than I'm some hot chick you Mm. should be chasing me I'm giving you time you should be grateful fall at my feet and all that kind of stuff
4: I think yeah I think like two things make them decent one is responsible for their own emotions Mm. and then the other one is you know has a life has something that they're passionate about Mm. Wow.
5: Powerful, that. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: Okay, so shall we do a quick round of where or how we have met decent women or decent... (laughs) Yeah, does that sound about right or is it decent people? This is specifically about dates. It's not even wife or anything, it's decent dates. Good people of the opposite sex who are perspective whatever's to hang out with. Is that about right?
4: I guess so, yeah. Because I'm, yeah, I'm like, where are, the, where are the good women?
5: Right,
0: cool. So you started the first round, which means you start the next round, James. But don't forget that you can say pass. There's no pressure. And then we can come back where you could pass totally.
2: So what, what's the question? I have to yeah. say where I met a decent woman.
0: If you choose to, don't, there's no pressure. No have-tos. Um, and your experiences of where you have met um, so called decent women, or maybe even where you haven't, what hasn't worked, because that might be as valuable if does not it, more.
2: Does it have to be in like a, an attraction standpoint, like someone I want to date, or can it just be like I met decent women? You know what I mean? Just be a decent woman. Just be a decent woman. Yeah. When I was working at the women's radio station, I think a lot of the women there were like really good, decent, you know, mm. easy to talk to, responsible, one, overly dramatic.
0: Um, I know it's a bit of a stereotype, sorry. <laughs> um, no, that's very real, because <laughs> some men and some women are overly dramatic.
2: Yeah, it's, it is true, it is true, but definitely I think they're... Um, I was talking to someone the other day at a coffee shop, seemed really nice. I mm. don't know if it's a bit early to judge, but yeah, they seemed quite cool. Cafe Nero, if you were wondering. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: How did you start the conversation?
2: Um... It was the it was one of the baristas who was working behind the bar, but then uh, they were in captive audience. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how? But they're easy. At least they're there, no, and well, you can we, connect. She was on the other side. She was getting a coffee, ah. so I made a joke about like, don't you get free coffee? Because ah. she worked there, and then we just started talking. Nice, um, but yeah. And then the last time I went on a date was like ten, fifteen years ago, because we don't go on dates in our generation, do we anymore? Doesn't happen what do you it's a myth just end up you just someone yeah it's like you just sit on your phone friends of friends friends of friends yeah and you sit on your phones that was
4: the usual thing well that was at secondary school though for me it's like it's still for me london feels very different like starting fresh in london it's like i had to learn how to date i had to learn what dating meant i just don't think it happens I just think because of, like, Tinder and all this other stuff, you don't,
2: you know, it's not like, hey, let's go for a coffee anymore and then, like, let's meet each other and talk to each other and then it's like there's so many checks and balances. By the time we actually go on that date, it's like, I already know everything about
0: you. Yeah, well, I, I know I, your name, your number, your pet. i know everything from the questionnaire and the tick boxes exactly and i know how to swipe you
6: exactly i was going to say it's swipe and bone isn't it
0: (laughs) in our day it was the dog and bone (laughs) what i find impressive about the both of you is you are both millennials and you both want people You both want quality together. You don't want swipe and bone. You want the real thing. Even though you haven't experienced it too much, that's the quality you want. I think that's cool.
2: I I think if you ask anyone our age, I think they say the same thing.
0: Male and female?
2: I don't know about female, Mm. um, but I think all my guy friends, it's the same thing. I just want to meet someone that I can connect with. Mm. Not someone that I'm going to judge by their Instagram picture Mm. They went to this nightclub, I'll oh, cool, call. good for you, but, you know, can you make me laugh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't. So, I don't know, that's what I feel at least. Yeah. Especially mm. with my friends.
0: Cool. Cool. Done? Yeah. finished, Nigel.
5: God, I just want to let the cat out of the bag now. I think uh, a good good way of actually um, choosing a good woman these days is go and see if they've got an Instagram feed. Go and see if they got hundreds of thousands of likes. And you'll probably find out it's going to be a headache. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's how not to.
5: I oh, reckon that's how not to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good tip, actually.
5: <clears throat> because um, uh, I was thinking earlier about like, you know, when you meet decent people. Um, and I know it's cliche, but I think for me it was um, who I am at that moment seems to just draw better people to me. Mm. Um, you know it's like those moments where you can be in a great place you just you know you've got your head in a book and you look up and you have an instant connection with someone and I think for me those moments in the past have happened when I've just felt just like you were saying earlier just so happy mm. in yourself mm. you know because I, I just think that people uh, we're meant to pick up frequencies and vibrations from people And I think that when you're you're in that that good place in yourself, I just think that you radiate better energy. Mm. You know, you radiate just some sort of natural human attraction.
0: So, do you? Because you and yoga said the same thing pretty much. Do you both know how to adjust where you come from on the inside? Can you do that to order these days?
1: Tough question. Um, I think it's hard to to adjust to order.
0: So it is in charge of you rather than you have choice of it? Or... I
1: think you always have a choice though. Right. Um, yeah, everything's a choice ultimately. But there's also like sometimes if something happens that makes me get down, mm. um, there's a, a cycle as well of recovery. Mm. So maybe before it might have taken me days or weeks to get over something, but now I can work through it quicker. Mm. So, I guess it's about refining um, how quickly you can come out of things, and and again, maybe understanding where it comes from and all of that kind of stuff, and also accepting that you're never going to be a hundred percent happy all the time. Mm. That you you can be happy one minute, and then the next moment something else could happen, and you just get a range of emotions. And,
0: and is that okay?
1: And I've learned now that that's all okay. Um, whereas before, I think that would have freaked me out, and I would have. Thought there's something wrong with me,
0: right? Hmm. And it sounds like you're very aware of yourself, um, your cycles, and how things work in your life, and things like that.
3: Mm.
1: I, and I think that's what um, you know. Life is all about. It's about getting to know yourself and becoming self-aware. Hmm. And I think once the more self-aware you become, and in tune with your own emotions, you become. And ultimately the happier that you'll be. Um, but it's also about putting in like you've gotta invest in yourself. Right. Like doing things like groups or um, you know, stuff where you can grow as a person. Yeah. Um, so it's a bit like when you go to the gym you have to, to physically become stronger, you have to keep working at it and it's the same with your emotions and mental health as well. Mm. Um mm. And i go to the gym and before i used to just do things because everyone else is doing it but now i know well actually when i do this i'm working this muscle Mm. um and i learned about muscles which i didn't knew existed before Mm. and that kind of stuff so i guess the same applies to mental health as well
0: yeah and emotional it's really weird how mental and emotional are put in the same
1: bag Mm. actually i do that but what would you say is the difference
0: Um, I would say very often I have emotional issues and they become mental issues when I push them to my head and try and fix them or work them out or blame them or get obsessed by them. Mm -hmm.
1: And then I do my head in. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. So maybe sometimes when people are talking about mental health, they're talking about emotional health.
0: I'd say. Well, sometimes a mental health issue, for me, I have solved by um, feeling it rather Mm -hmm. than thinking about it and trying to fix it. And then feeling into it and feeling through it and out the other end, rather than doing my head in of how to suppress it, how to avoid it, how to hide it, how to overcome it or whatever. Um, it could be both. But, you know, I guess it's the self-awareness of how to let it pass. Mm. And earlier on, you said something about James that's got his hand up. Go on. Can
2: I just ask you to put the
0: microphone a bit closer to your face, please? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you very much. Sorry um earlier on you said about knowing where it came came from Mm -hmm. how do you find out where things come from and can that be an addiction or obsession
1: um sometimes i just think back to when i was younger and if there was something um that happened when i was younger like Mm. you know maybe it was stuff going on at school Mm. um that that would make me feel that way um also is just understanding other people so sometimes i think about um like a crystal with lots of dimensions to it Mm. and then when something happens i think about i close my eyes and think about what belongs to that person and what might belong to me in terms of how i've responded to that situation Mm. um also i find like writing things down so when there's stuff coming up journaling um, emotions and then you know when i'm calm i can look through my journal and see things which are common and like common themes that tend to come up so you write it out of you so it's not driving you bonkers in your head and you separate from it and yeah look at it it helps me to get it out of my head but right. it also gives me something really invaluable because sometimes it's so difficult to remember what you were thinking yeah like if someone asked me what were you thinking yesterday i, I wouldn't have, if they asked me where i went i could tell them but yeah so hard to say wh- what i was thinking mm. but when it's actually recorded then you've got really valuable information about your thoughts and i could look back even a year and say well actually i was thinking this kind of thing last year when this situation happened with well, mm. you know so, it's, so you see the pattern yeah you get it so it's really amazing like um for self self-development yeah
0: and when you say if something's up, you'll think about it. Does that mean that you'll start from scratch and think about loads and loads of things to see if something fits, or is there a more efficient way
1: to know Um, where it comes from? Sometimes it's not even to analyse, it's just whatever I think or feel, just write it down or um, talk to someone about it. Mm. Um, Because, yeah, I think you can also, there's also um, this thing of becoming over-analytical about things as well. And, yeah and maybe it could be something so small, like the other day I felt a little bit like I wasn't sure you know I felt a little bit and a bit of anxiety, and then i went it was nice weather, so I went to a park and lay down and then I just felt so good, mm. so it could be something as simple as that, or you mm. know sometimes you things just get on top of you, you're really busy, so there's not necessarily an issue inside yourself. it's just that you probably need a bit of a break
0: um, that's a big one. Knowing how to unplug and get space from it rather than being
1: overwhelmed by it and this thing owning you pretty much exactly uh, and I think you uh, everyone has to respect we're just people at the end of the day, not machines um, yeah um, you know it could be that there's been a long week or you've been up early um, you know sleeping late you know yeah. stuff like that
5: um, but there's lots of social messages isn't there to just keep going keep plugging away at it. Mm. uh you know the the past shit was like train so hard in the gym so you have to call out and i think sometimes people have this mentality with just about everything Mm. just pushing themselves so much Mm. and and i know i go on about social media a lot and all the rest of it and and take the piss and i'm probably just as locked into it as everyone everyone else is but going back to that whole point of like forming our own emotions and how we feel it, it like it's influenced I think so much by what you see and then you get these pangs of jealousy or I'm not good enough or mm. I'm not doing enough uh, I haven't been on holiday this year so I'm not successful as that person or mm. you know look how amazing their skin is or all this stuff mm. Um, and the joke that I made earlier about you know going if you want to find a decent woman go and look at her Instagram feed mm. you know that's not just jest I think that i worry for young people of any age really at the moment 12 13 14 15 when they're so impressionable that they'll go on those um those streams and they'll form what they think about themselves yeah. just through the likes you know like it i don't know what i'd be going through now if i was 12 or 13 i'm you know, shocked
0: at how i've turned out and the experiences in my life looking back i could name the tv shows that have shaped me yeah, yeah. good point um, me too yeah. it's ridiculous and i had no idea until only a few years ago and i thought well that bit is from the rock follies um and someone lived in the community and it's only years after i moved out of a community i realized and that bit is God, I didn't even notice as a child that they were smoking dope in the community. No wonder I attracted all these stoners in my life. (laughs) And that bit is a TV show of a guy called Sky who came from another planet and all the other people from a different planet were after him and he was spiritual and weird and they wanted to kill him. And that bit's from the Waltons and that bit. And everything about me was from some TV show because Mm. that was the information. And on the positive... My brother, I remember saying when he was very young, that he learned more from Sesame Street than he did from school at one stage because there was good TV. Mm. But if that's how it was for me, then how many flicks and how many? We had three TV channels. Now it's unbelievable with TV and the Internet and porn and God knows everything else. Who is going to be paying my pension no one they'll all be blind with the porn they're watching. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous anyway and, and,
5: and to think about it you, you know your exposure back then to things that have might shaped and formed you might have been you know like fifteen percent of your waking hours, yeah, now it must be like eighty eighty five ninety yeah. percent of people's hours are God, I should be doing this look at look at them or, yeah, you know. I'm not slim enough or shaped enough or lean enough or mm-hmm. all that bullshit. The thing that
2: I don't like about social media the most is when you watch these TV shows and you form your opinions of like who you are and teach you, but TV shows have ups and downs, right? Mm. Characters have good days, they have bad days. Social media, it's always like, look yeah. at how amazing my life is 100% of the time. Mm. Yeah. And you think like, well, if, why is this person so happy but today I'm so miserable?
0: Do you know what I mean? I don't know if that's the right word, but there's no like balance to it. Do you know, with that, I wonder how difficult or easy it might be to do an embarrassment week or a I'm depressed week or an I'm fucked up week where you get more likes if you tell the truth and come clean about how shit life can be. (laughs) Because it's real, a real week. Yeah, a real week would be great. Of it, what so you
6: mean do do like a Instagram live when when you've shit yourself with <laughs> in <public>? No,
3: <laughs> but thanks for the offer. <laughs> Tune
0: in next week. <laughs> so Nigel, where have you met, or where have you not met? What was the word? Decent women.
4: Yeah, it sounds like judgmental when you say it though. It really does, doesn't yeah.
0: it? Yeah. Why?
4: It does. I
5: don't I don't know. Know. And yeah. it sounds like a. That's a really <laughs> frightening question. It is? Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like, it's really like ominous. Like, am I going to have to define it? This. <laughs> yeah.
0: But then, are you not allowed to judge for yourself who is decent and who is right for you? Because what's decent for you might I, be totally I you, indecent I what for me. I'm stuck with at the moment. Gone.
5: And you, bought you kind of touched upon it when you started to say. Your own passion, and you said something about emotions. Are responsible for their own emotions. Right. So you know what? Uh, God, it sounds like I'm really stuck on this theme of like social media. I fucking am. <laughs> but <laughs> like, if you put kind of the social media exposure and the what's the short sightedness for someone to see something, form an opinion, and think it's theirs, and then to run around with this story that they play out in your head. Mm-hmm. I think part problem with meeting decent people for instance i'll give you a little story um a neighbor was reversing her car and i saw this plastic bag and i, I actually run down from my house went to go over the road to tell her she's just about to drive with this plastic bag because around my way people put bottles in it and stuff like that and i think she's going to burst her tire right so i kind of run out and sort of clumsily i walk up tap a window and said oh uh, i was watching you, because I thought you was going to run over this bag. And the way she sort of spoke to me and looked at me was like I was some sort of killer or some nutter. I must have looked like a nutter because I don't know yeah. how many people come out to do something decent.
3: Yeah. But yeah.
5: the way she spoke to me, I was like, why did I bother? Yeah. Like, mm. what am I going to do next time when that happens? And each time this happens, it almost gets you into that mode of like... I just can't be bothered to talk to people because I can't be bothered with this weird response from them because mm. they've got this story going around in their head about who I might be or what I'm up to.
0: I hope you're not going to join them. No, but that—that okay. that is the yeah. temptation. Is That means human connection is indecent yeah, or is scary. Or, you know, the same goes with the underground. The person that makes eye contact or starts a conversation is most people say probably a nutter mm-hmm. rather
5: than alive
0: or coming from a heart or out of town or something <laughs> like that and i
5: think the only place you the only place in yourself you fend off that type of either getting involved own it, own it, own it. of getting in stuck is by uh me being in a good place
0: so the only place say that again
5: So for me, not to get involved in that kind of, oh, someone's got a story about me or have I got a story about them having a story and all of that stuff. Or meeting a decent person and then they don't contact you about the next day because they've got some sort of story about what you should have done and you didn't do and you didn't meet their expectation and now you've got a story that goes around, oh, could I have done this different or what had happened? Mm. Without getting, you know, to not get mixed up in all that, it is like you're saying about being happy in yourself and just being content in yourself Mm. and not Mm. actually really kind of searching for anything. Mm. Mm. I know that's like, again, it's cliche and it's not really answering the question, but I think it's like the moment you're searching, you draw some of this not so good stuff. That
6: sounds like where the disconnect comes from Mm. is when you both go off in your own head and you've got this vision of what it should be. Yeah, It's like there's... You didn't pick up the phone the next day and say, Oh, you know, yesterday I wasn't myself or I was feeling a bit off or you had a chance to explain it. It's just defined, isn't it, in that moment? Mm. So, mm. how do you tackle that, anyone, when that happens, when you or other people go in your heads? How do you break the spell? Do you have any tips? Conversation with, with people, say it out loud. Yeah. Rather no. than
0: thinking about it and mm. disconnecting,
6: even if I've said it out loud in the car to myself, it's or journaling, like you were saying earlier, mm. just get it out. Yeah, because then you realise how weird it is.
0: Yeah, no. I started a new game with my wife. Um, is this and, <laughs> radio? <Yeah. laughs> we can edit. It. <laughs> <laughs> and this is this is exactly um, I felt it earlier on, Bertie, when you said when people disconnect or withdraw um, I think it was you wasn't it yeah. you, you were talking for me that's kind of toxic femininity because if masculine is yang and out and loud and feminine is yin and quiet and in then toxic masculinity is a male or female or non gender specific individual being out a little bit too loud or a little bit too much in your face where the feminine part surely the f- toxic femininity is withdrawal the cold treatment, the abandonment, maybe the criticism, maybe the OK, I'll pull back and then you don't know where, you know, I don't know where I stand or I feel abandoned or insecure or disconnected. And it's that uh, it takes me right back to being a young child um, and efficient old parenting was, um, well, if I break them, they will behave and Two ways to break is to shout or to abandon. It Mm. breaks the spirit. It damages the child. But go on, James. Well, my dad always said it's like
2: what doesn't kill you won't make you tougher. You know what I mean? It's like I only do this because I care and stuff like that. And it's just when you say that, it's like I have to break the child. And it's just immediately what I thought of.
0: Well, maybe he had a lot of therapist friends who we wanted to keep in business.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Don't know about that one. Maybe. But, (laughs) you know, most
0: people don't realise the effects of that, I'd say because it's true it was good and efficient parenting and it's easy for us to say sitting on our now middle class arses whether we've come from working class or not we have the luxury of sitting here talking about these things Mm -hmm. where maybe our parents grandparents whoever didn't have the luxury of anything like this they'd be working all the time Mm -hmm. or surviving one way or another so we can talk about it now because we have the luxury of it and maybe they didn't meanwhile maybe Modern bad parenting is sticking them in front of a screen and they get programmed by something quite dodgy to prepare them for Instagram. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) But it's that withdrawal. And sometimes it's actually not happening. So what I realised I could do, rather than getting paranoid if my wife goes quiet for no reason, is basically say something like, my fantasy, you never guess what I just thought, my fantasy just then was that you went quiet on me because I banged the plate too hard and it freaked you out and you got angry or because I didn't do the washing up or because I didn't kiss you goodnight properly last night or because I didn't um, wash the celery. You know, any stupid (laughs) thing, whatever it is, whatever the stupid fantasy is. I don't know. Filth. What's well, the <laughs> juicer more like? <laughs> Come from a middle class family. <laughs> <laughs> but rather than thinking um, it's because of this and therefore I should compensate by doing this and then I'll be okay and then it's all relationships built on fantasy none of it's actually going on I'll say this is my fantasy and she'll go no I was just reading my book and that's it or no I was just thinking about (laughs) so and so or no I've I've got indigestion or I I didn't sleep well last night or I was thinking about a conversation with my sister what's that got to do with my fantasy of being abandoned and punished because I'm bad and I'd better compensate, it's nothing so it's exactly what you said Paul it's like say it, name it don't shame it, don't blame it don't fantasise it and get back connected basically (laughs) anyway you were saying Nigel Uh,
5: yeah the thing is, for me, um, what I've experienced is being in environments where that does happen, mm. where people jump to conclusions, have stories, and uh, you can be the one that says, uh, you know, for me this is happening, and you can be all, you know, very formed with your words, and and you can approach it from that perspective, and it still be shut off and disconnect. Mm. And, and I think that, It's great to think that we can live in a world where it's balance and it's battles and forwards. So you you say, you know, this is what's going on for me. And that person's honest enough to say, oh, no, no, it's not. But there's a lot of bullshit that goes on, especially in the fucking dating Mm. realm, where it is all this unspoken stuff and a total fear and not wanting to shift on those ways of thinking and feeling
0: this is something i really learned that freaked me out on monday with this young person's tv show is they didn't know that they were allowed to have their own thoughts and feelings they were too busy trying to figure out what are right thoughts and feelings and how they should be enmeshed what mm. are the rules of enmeshment doesn't make any sense mm. they need to know themselves and make their choices surely but yeah that is so spot on and this is what you two young millennials young single looking for quality connection millennials were saying is self aware women where they know themselves and you can know yourself and then two individuals can get to know each other rather than the second guessing and the how do I do this and she this and I that and this is you know it it just doesn't make sense there's no no space for you to even exist in that and there's no space for them to exist either so I, do you have anything more to say on where to meet or where not to meet quality? I'm not
5: sure I've really given anything, any uh, details about where and what to do there, apart from perhaps some of the things that I've found tough about connecting with people. That's fine. You're done? Cheers, yeah. Cool. I'll have a lay down now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, I've
1: probably met the best quality through other people mm. um and like james was saying i don't really um connect to like you know online profiles and yeah uh, you know it's so difficult to judge someone based on a couple of pictures and um you know what tv shows they like and that kind of stuff picture of my breakfast this morning yeah <laughs> <laughs> everything i
2: need to know about you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> my avocados and <on> toast sorry
4: <laughs> yeah we've talked about this before as well and it's like the messaging as well it's like who finds uh, the time to oh no.
1: message I, yeah i really don't like um you know like, having message conversations either someone
4: you're not even sure if you're going to meet up with them it's like you've got to read through the whole profile who has the time to read through the whole profile mm. and then have like a long text message conversation mm. to figure out if you want to go for a date and then find a date and then
0: what percentage of those turn into dates? Or are they getting fixes of belonging and intimacy without the vulnerability
4: of even meeting? I don't know. Well, I was on the online dating for maybe a couple of years. And so, like, barely, barely any. Um, uh. Yeah, I only went on, you know, a few dates from it.
0: So I wonder whether it's more a computer game than a way to actually
4: meet people. Well, other people have um much better luck with it so i don't know good luck or bad luck i mean what's the quality of people they meet and yeah i don't know about the quality
1: well i do know a few of my friends actually quite a lot of my friends have got married through (laughs) through all these online websites yeah um but they i think they believed in it as well so
0: and maybe it's within a certain community
1: uh no like there's i know across asian people english like white people so it's totally across the board yeah, totally across the board mm. and they're all still married as well so mm. maybe it's <laughs> not all as bad as we may think it is but again maybe they just work through like you know it's it's a bit of a numbers game as well you might have you know 15 or 20 um, you know bad ones and then out of that you might have you know one nice one and Uh, yeah the one nice one could be the one for them.
0: I wonder whether if it's time to get married and people are (laughs) on there thinking right I'm not getting off until I'm married um, then because I'm thinking of Chandel and Mm -hmm. it was time for him to settle and I wrote his profile and it was easy for me Mm -hmm. uh, because I think it's great and it was called Mm mysinglefriend.com so I just wrote the truth and it was brilliant and it went on and he said, right, you need to come back in a few days once it's up and we need to send messages to women so I can go out dating. Didn't need to. There were queues of them. Mm-hmm. He had to work through all the women. And they were all, it was very clear that he wanted to settle. He wanted to get married, not necessarily in a rush. He wanted it to be right. Um He didn't mind if they had a child or not. Um And... Not that that's a good thing or a bad thing, but he put out for what he wanted, and it ticked a lot of women's boxes. So he was saying, when it's right, I'll get married. And they were saying, right, I'm looking for someone to marry. Where I think what you lot are saying is you don't really want to marry. You want some decent, conscious people to hang out with and to take part in playtime, to meet people. So maybe Mm. it's better for marriage than dating. Or maybe... Because the, there's a lot of sex stuff, isn't there? So maybe it's really good for one extreme, like quick bonks, or to get married, mm. but life in between. Maybe it doesn't do life very well.
3: <laughs> I yeah. so.
2: I think you're right, actually. I think it's an age thing as well. Go on. I think when, like, you know, we're not looking to get married, whereas when you're, like, you know, women our age probably aren't looking to get married as well. And I think maybe, you know, when you're a bit older, you're a bit more mature, You're a bit. You you know what I mean. You know what I'm trying to say. Where it's like at our age, it's like maybe we don't get a lot of success because it's like oh, you know, we're very like childish and superficial. But when you get a bit older, you get a bit more mature. You tend to kind of.
0: But childish and superficial is great fun. Why would you want to stop? That's a part of a personality that also needs to be expressed and met.
2: Yeah. I get it. It's not quite like what I'm trying to say, though. It's like, I think as you get more mature, I feel like it's a lot easier to, you know, if, to go on one of these websites and be like, hi, I'm so-and-so.
6: Right.
0: You know what I mean? Like, I'm out of my depth a bit.
2: So you think we I should be know.
6: basically, as you get older, should, we should be on a different website, basically? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm it's not what desperate I'm saying. now. <laughs> not what Time I'm saying. is running out. It's I don't want to be on my own. It's not what I'm saying. It's saying
2: you're maturer and yeah. you take it a bit more seriously, don't you? You yeah. know, and you kind of appreciate it a bit more, and you, you're, I don't know, you're a
1: bit more responsive, I guess. To it i do get what you're saying you get you thank you
0: yeah so not explain i'm um, sure i do because
1: um like yeah maybe when you're a bit younger you're just like what it is what it is yeah. and you you might do a profile and if you get something you get something if you don't you don't and but if you're at once you're at a certain age and you've had a few relationships and you've been through things and you've had your fun and done what you have wanted to and you've learned a bit more about relationships then um you get to a point in your life where you're like, this um, is You're like, more... well, I've done everything that I wanted to, you know, I've had a few relationships, but now I feel like I want to settle down. I want kids and that kind of stuff. And then you're in the second phase, which is a more serious. Yeah,
2: that's exactly what I'm trying to say. There's like mm. the two phases of it. There's like the first phase where it's like, I'm young, I just want right. to have fun. And then the second phase is like, I'm looking for something serious
6: get to know so someone. So there's a different dating sites for that as, as young people. What, what would you go on? And if you just look, if you're young and free, and you just want, I don't there's know,
1: one in you know. particular where you're young and free, which is a swiping up. We're not allowed to mention brands, but.
2: <laughs> <laughs> especially if we're sitting here talking badly about them. So. But then also
0: yeah. that's a re- that's the perfect question. Where do you go? But maybe where do you go offline rather mm. than online? Mm. And I think one of the reasons this what do you call it staycation that we're doing with um, my friend Charlie and. How can I forget her name, Sarah Louise Ryan?
3: <laughs>
0: um where we're going away for the weekend and stuff, and it's real people who happen to be single hanging out and doing stuff without technology. It's people meeting people mm. and hanging out and playing with uh, what are they called alpacas and falconry and in oh, the countryside okay. mm. and just hanging out and doing stuff, mm. fire, barbecue, you know bits. So where do people go?
2: Like physically go? It's it's funny. Nigel was talking about it earlier when he goes to tap on the the lady's window Mm. and she looks at him with like horror.
0: It's like it just doesn't happen. You know? So is it men are scary? Men are predators? It's this idea that everyone's out to get you. Mm. Everyone or men? Just everyone. I think everyone's I
1: think it feels at, is, In London, it feels like just everyone. Like yeah. If, wow. Again, if someone I, came to talk to me, I'd be like, well, what the hell, what the hell you are mind? you doing? Yeah. Well,
5: I wonder whether it is a device thing. I wonder whether people are actually getting inept at communicating with each other. Mm. So the communication and the emotional levels actually not progressing as well as their devices are. So they're almost not as capable of making connections. And that's why I think that when you said, you know, put, get offline rather than online. Because mm. to me, when people are online, everyone is gaming everyone else. Mm. They're, all, yeah. well, they're all trying to be yeah. better. Yeah. You're, like, you know, your messages are going backwards and forwards and you're trying to keep the flow going. You're trying to be Billy mm. Big big bollocks. You know? <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Is that an old saying? I've never or, heard that before. Yeah. I haven't. So a well old one. though. <laughs> <laughs> so you're trying to be like Jack the Lad as a guy or I don't know, as a woman, what are you What are you looking for? you Are looking for a guy that keeps you entertained uh, mm. and then you You pop off to the other one. I mean, you know, what is it? A voting system, a gaming system? That's what it seems like to me. So it's keeping it high and keeping it up and keeping it competitive. Otherwise, people with their goldfish attention spans lose interest and it's on to the next flashy thing or impressive thing or So where does that leave
0: life? Because I think a minute ago or a few minutes ago, you talked about life, Yogesh, which is it's not all happy. It's also sad. It's also insecure. It's also all of these things. Is there <coughs> space for that? Oh, I guess this happens offline. You you airbrushed that bit out? offline, I think. Mm. Yeah. So this reminds me of when you met that woman in the shop, Bertie. Do you remember? In Camden? And then did she ask you for a date, or you asked her for a date or something?
4: I asked her for a date.
0: And you don't remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Go on, tell us about that, because that wasn't online.
4: Yeah. And so that was... Um, yeah, I was just walking around Camden Market, and... I was in one of the uh, shops and the lady behind the you know, the counter was talking very passionately on the phone to someone and I was kind of half eavesdropping, half just like looking at the stuff in the shop. Um, and then at one point she slammed the phone down and then turned to me and just started talking to me as if like we'd known each other for ages and was like, what would you do if, you know, You'd love this guy all of your life, and then you just want to go for a drink to patch things up. And and was like, and was really like uh, emotional and quite, yeah, passionate, as I said. And uh, after initial shock of the shock of, you know, in London, we don't do this. <laughs> in London, it's all <laughs> formal and, you know, step back. And yeah, it's like, you didn't know how are you? And it's like, <laughs> Um, but after that it was like okay uh, actually I quite like this person then like quite pretty and I like the passion and the the fact that she's just talking to me like a normal human being Mm. Um, so after yeah chatting that through it turned out she yeah she'd she'd been on the phone with her ex and uh, it made her very upset and yeah at the end of it I was like if you want to go for coffee sometime I'd love to and I said, we don't have to make it a date thing. It's so like, I just want to connect kind of thing. That's
0: brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's interesting as well is she got straight in the conversation, mid-conversation, and I guess that's kind of what I do without having to have a row with an ex or anything. Mm. <laughs> but if I think something, I'll say it or I'll ask it. You've all been around me with people. That's what I think I do. Um, and it works. It's just like telling the truth rather I, than thinking about
5: it. Lo- I like the way you worded that. Yeah, like how honest it was. Mm. Mm. I think I might nick that one. It was
4: a really good line. <laughs> <laughs> what, which was the right line?
5: It does like
1: have to be um, a day. yeah, it does. Oh, doesn't doesn't be a because do yeah, yeah, it yeah. takes the pressure off everyone. Then right. yeah, yeah. Well, mm. I especially
4: thought because like she was just on her phone to her, like X and she was clearly upset mm. to like to say, go on, a date with me." It's like yeah,
0: cheap and reboundy. Yeah, but also it's interesting how you had the initial shock initial fear of oh my god human connection intimate this is against the rules yeah but you stayed with it and you turned it around Mm. brilliant
4: and i think that's what everyone in london would do actually like if given the given half a chance like Mm. when people i know well for me i know it and i've seen it in other people it's like when someone breaks the the spell of you know having to be this like kind of formal and distant and all of that, um and start speaking to to me, I'd like, yeah, there is a shock and like uh this is unusual, what do they want? Are they trying to mug me or something like that? And then and then once that's passed, it's like, oh okay, I can just have a fun conversation with mm. someone. Mm. Um and yeah, I've seen it happen quite often. You know, even like most stiff looking people, there'll be someone from, you know, Wales or something on the tube <laughs> and they have <just laughs> got no clue about the London etiquette. They're just talking to people.
3: And they
0: kind of break through and heart show up. Yeah, yeah. So given half a chance is what you
4: said. Yeah. I think think people in London are hungry for it. Right. For real connection. They just, it's just, yeah, it's just fear um, that stops them from, Mm. you know, engaging.
0: And I think this is, again, I wonder whether it's what Nigel and Yogesh were saying about coming from that place inside and letting it out. And then attracting people that meet that place and maybe that's that's the half chance that people need to give mm. is feel it inside and see who shows up to bring it out. Mm. Fair
1: to say? A few times like I've been on the tube and I've been smiling or like laughing to myself as I do <laughs> about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then people smile back at me and that's becoming quite common. Nice and crazies or decent? No, they're decent people. <laughs> 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 God, 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 God. <laughs> so yeah, and it's quite weird because I wasn't actually smiling at them. <laughs> like, I was just, but they think that I'm smiling at them, and then they smile back, and then it's like, oh, that's actually quite nice. Like, yeah. Um, and I've done that in the gym as well. Like people, like they think that I'm smiling at them, but I might just be, uh, and then they just smile back. So <laughs> that's
0: so nice.
1: <laughs> so mm. it's, I think what bertie was saying is true that people just want something to connect with like right. i think like people in london are just used to a certain way but they're just they're still just people
0: so are you therefore saying it's up to us as individuals to make the first move even if i it's think just so. on the inside?
1: yeah because um again recently I've had like people talking to me in supermarkets Mm. (laughs) and I never had that before as well and that's is really weird and I again I've been quite scared by it but then I've realized that that person they made the first move so there are people out there that just go and like they'll talk to the checkout girls or they'll talk to other people in the queue Um, and I've never been one of those but
4: I think that I want to start to do that a bit more
0: just
6: Making thinking
4: the first move out loud here um i think i mean for me the the fear when someone starts speaking to me in london it's the fear is normally something yes yeah, it's, it's either like they do they want something from me so it's like suspicion mm. uh or are they gonna mug me or yeah they're gonna try and make me sign up for some fundraising thing <laughs> something like that um and then the other one is am i gonna have is this gonna like cost me energy is it going to drain me because i'm going to have to like keep up a conversation Mm. and that's that's um so i guess it's like if i'm not like present and kind of centered in myself then i might like put on a performance of a conversation and that that will drain me does that make sense like Makes I'll sense be perf- to me. I'll be I know what you're talking about. Performing yeah. instead of just like when I'm when I'm hanging out with like you guys, there's not I don't know, I'm not thinking about anything. Mm. Um, but when it's a stranger, mm. I might be in this mode of, oh I've got to you know, think like self
0: preserve or protect or perform?
4: It's perform, yeah. It's I, like I know exactly what you're talking go about. Go on, explain, yeah. James. It's it's
2: it's almost like when you do the radio show and you have to be Kenny Marmore of the cruise you're not you're not me you're not yourself you have to be who you are and that is a massive that's kind of what you're talking about isn't it yeah yeah, and that's like a massive drain of your energy right I find at least I
1: I took it as what you were saying is like because when you have those sorts of conversations it's like a lot of small talk as well Mm. because if you talk to someone in the supermarket you're going to talk about the weather or you're not going to talk about something really deep Mm. so there's an element of Um, having to do that like to engage with someone you talk about and that's something yeah I don't
4: normally talk about the weather or small talk or but then yeah Yeah.
1: but then that's your foot in isn't it really to something deeper because you start with that but then you um, you can steer the conversation into something else
0: so it could be like if you're talking about the weather yeah it may be raining outside but in my heart, it's spring.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, no, maybe winter outside. So it's like, it's what you're saying. You get your foot in so you can take whatever it is that's going outside, but bring it in to what matters to you mm. because you're in the driving that's seat it, yeah. of the conversation. That,
4: I, I think you're right, but that, that takes a lot of yeah, like being in the moment and self-awareness. You're great mm. at that. Huh? In my experience, you're very good at that. All right. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> maybe it's
0: different. If maybe I'm not a pretty girl, that's uh, yeah. why it's different.
4: Oh, yeah, well, yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely different with you. Like compared to just like some, because I know you, right? It's right. Like some stranger on the street, right? And
2: you have to be careful what you say to this stranger as well, don't you? With Kenny, I mean, like we've all hung around Kenny. You kind of know you can say anything to Kenny; he doesn't mind. <laughs> you know. But if it's some random person, if you started saying all these ridiculous things, they'd be like, you know, you have to like. But what's think, the worst that could happen?
6: You know, but, I was going to say at least you're being yourself and then exactly. that person would see you as yourself. There's no acting up. You know, it's just,
2: Do you still have to like you have to think about what it is you're going to say to this person. You have to be like restrained in your conversation. You can't just be, you know, you can't I, just burst into song.
6: What well, I mean, what is the worst Why? you could say? Is that if that's the normal you, then that's what that person's going to get anyway later on in a relationship. So at least it won't be a, a surprise for them. I guess.
0: Exactly. Like, I but know.
1: if you think about it rationally, if you're talking to a stranger, the probability is that you'll never see them ever again. Well, so what, why here, does it matter?
5: Coming here, I had something happen. I was walking down the road and uh, this guy said, Oh, how are you doing? You, you still working in London? And I was like, I don't know this guy. And he sort of walked past. He goes, You don't remember me, do you? And I was like, Nah. And I walked up close to sort of get a better look. Mm. And he put his hand out. So I automatically shook his hand. Mm. And I just said, Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't recognize you. And then he sort of laughed and he walked off. I was like, what was that all about? Wow. <laughs> well, do you know
2: it's, how bad is it that I think immediately that he's trying to
6: steal your watch because he puts his hand out to shake? Is that, is that really bad? Yeah. Yeah. I, do you know, I, I start the, to think that as well. It's like, yeah. mm-hmm. maybe this is some game he plays with everybody, he pretends he knows them, and then see how far he can get as a trickster. But that's yeah. this. There's the other side like, to that.
0: Yeah. I had a really weird, this must be last winter, and it was Tesco's. No, I'm not allowed to say Tesco's. As long as you're not going to badmouth them. No, Leightonstone, and I was on the phone, and I was just walking past it, and there's some bloke, um, and he just came up to me and he shook my hand, and I shook his hand, and he gave me a quid, and I said, <laughs> "That's all right, I don't need your pound, but but thanks." And then he gave me another quid, and I said, "No, it's all right." And he said, "Look." I want to give you some money. And I said, I don't need any money. I'm doing all right. You have it. And he said, no, but I like you and I just want to give you some money. And we just had a very short exchange. I think I might have been on the phone to my wife or a friend or something. So they heard it all. There was nothing dodgy. And he gave me a couple of quid. (laughs) (laughs) And we both walked off and I carried on speaking on the phone. And maybe, and I've I've given people stuff. I remember when I went on a bus in um, Sydney. And the bus driver liked my flowers, so I, I gave her some. And I just carried on. There's nothing wrong with it. Or um, Chinese New Year. Just, you know, if I fancy giving someone a little uh, pig of a string, <laughs> fuck it. So
5: what, what about this whole thing? I've had it so many times when people have asked me for money. Got any change? And I've gone, oh, sorry, I haven't got any change. And they just ignore you, just blank you. Yeah. Hmm. And then another time, I thought, I'm going to try something out here. Before, as, as they were just about to say so, I said, have you got any change, please? And they didn't say anything to me. So I beat them to the mark saying what they was going to say to me.
3: I
0: wonder if they needed change or at some level the only connection they knew was, was to ask for change. Mm. Uh, I wonder if some people the only connection they know is violence or flirtation or abuse or uh, sex. It's like the only, you know, I remember a couple of women in Australia, it's like, I didn't want sex, but they thought because I was nice and we were hanging out and we got on, that they should give me sex to keep it going, or that's what I was after all along. And it's like, and hotties too, but, <laughs> but it's Sorry. like, no, it's not about that, it's just let's, It's and sometimes it could be easier to throw good energy into the sack because then it's expended and you're not in that vulnerable place, or into a row, or into money, or into betrayal, rather than just being together, and there's nothing, there's no ulterior motive. So Paul, (laughs) where have you met decent women, or where have you not met decent women? What experience can you bring to the table?
6: I don't think there's an exact place. I think it was like what Nigel and Yogesh were saying, was if I'm myself, then I tend to meet decent people, and that can happen wherever. Yeah, really so um although the gym was quite a good place to pick up especially so that, because you were a personal trainer i worked there <laughs> <laughs> just looking at your squat technique was a good chat line you know what no no <laughs> <laughs> i was going to use yeah. that <laughs> it doesn't work if you're not a personal trainer though yeah <laughs> just free. Free, free. get locked up or beaten yeah. up or something think,
0: yeah. so in are you saying that it's the place to meet decent people is inside of yourself and then you'll attract them outside yeah, of yourself? Definitely.
6: And then if I'm interested in something and I'm going along to that, then I'm going to meet other people anyway. So right. it's going to turn up. So
0: now you're saying two things. You're saying on one side it's inside of yourself. On the other side, on the other hand, it's go and do things that you like doing mm. and you'll meet other people who like doing similar things. Mm. I think that's really wise because so many people go to, well, raves and clubs and places uh. they'd never want to go to again. They just <laughs> want to pick up. And then if you end up with a raver who's an alcoholic, druggie, then it's like, what do you do? Change her? Go to a rave until you're too old and your teeth fall out. Mm. So this is wisdom. And you're you, like this like meaty personal trainer rather than, well, no, actually, since we first met, I've always known the spirituality in you. I don't know whether you share it with everyone or whether it's just there as part of who you are. But you've come up with the place to meet decent women is inside of yourself and doing the things you love to do. Like, how's that for a sum up? I think so far you win the prize. I'm not one to judge, as you know.
6: (laughs) (laughs) And that's what's worked for you. Are you trying to defame my name here? Is this what you're doing? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a compliment. Pure compliment.
0: And you are saying that has. That's not just some spiritual shenanigans. That has actually worked worked for you. worked for me, yeah. Definitely. So is there anything that you've tried that really hasn't worked for you?
6: Yeah, I think, like what you were saying, the whole nightclub pub thing is never, ever. it, It feels like too much of a performance. Yeah. And I'm not good at with the one liners or the acting or anything like that, it would be lost. Yeah. So. It, it's such
2: a superficial environment as well, mm. isn't it? It's like you, you, everything's just so fake in a nightclub, isn't it? You know, from the so clothes you're wearing pressure to, to. Yeah. Everything. And there's so much pressure to perform. I feel like any relationship, and this, you know, I shouldn't even say this, maybe edit it out, but um, it's just going to end in tears because mm. it's not going to be that real person. It's going to be the nightclub version of um. them, you know, the slick. I'm in a suit and tie whatever looking good
6: or well, it's based on physical attraction yeah. and then that's it that's that's all it ever was it was a one night stand or and there wasn't really anything else to it because there end wasn't up, any conversation
2: yeah and you end up just like stringing it along don't you and it's a nightmare and yeah. in, and in places
5: like that both men and women have brought their they're both, their both best gaming act along as well haven't they yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: and no one knows what anyone's saying no. you just get gobbed out in the air and pretend you know what <laughs>
5: <laughs>
6: I thought that was just me. I thought I was the only one. That's doing... what, I thought, <laughs> what I thought. It was my hearing. With my... <laughs> I just, said, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so let's say you met someone, James, and it was just right, and you're in a relationship. What would you? Want to be doing with them, and don't forget that this is a, a family show. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I, I started this
0: new game with my wife, Kenny.
3: <laughs> um,
2: what would I want to be doing? You know, that's a really tough question because I'm actually quite a solitary person. Mm. Um, but I mean, probably walking the dog out in nature in the park kind of goes first in my head, right? You know, that'd be quite a nice thing to do, share that experience with someone. Um, watching TV, watching a nice film, listening to music, all sort of that sort of stuff. What type of music? You ask me this question every time. You know, I love all music. You can't do that to me. I can't tell you a single genre. Well, I was just going to
0: say, you obviously need to get a dog and go to jazz clubs or something. But, you know, it's like Paul said, it's like a few of us as, as have said is be who you are, do what you love to do, and see who shows up. That is very way. good advice
2: that is true that is very good advice you have to be in the places you want to be to meet people you want to be with
0: yeah doing the stuff you want to do doing the stuff you want to do may as well be it live into being
6: and see who else is in the environment (laughs) it's true yeah because you could be taking your dog for a walk and meet someone that's taking their dog for a walk and they enjoy that with you know do you know what you say that and
2: this is very light hearted but I used to have a pit bull as a pet dog, and yeah. I like people used to cross the street, so <laughs> it's not know, the best. It, it wasn't the best dog <laughs> to take for a walk kind yeah. of I think maybe I'll get like a chihuahua or something, I might get better results. Surely, <laughs> as, a, as
0: a millennial, you could firstly get your ideal woman list together and then Google what type of dog does this type of woman like. Yeah. Go out and like, buy that dog.
2: I I'll <laughs> have to show. You, I I'll have, I'll have to show. You get you. back
5: online to get. Oh. Online.
2: <laughs> I did used to dress him up, and I did used to get some interest then from some people. What type of people?
6: What do you dress a pit bull up as? <laughs>
3: the
2: only thing you can. I, used, I put him in the hilarious red Adidas tracksuit. Fair <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, oh, I'd have to show you the picture, and it yeah. was brilliant because it's <laughs> like, where else are you going
4: to put a pitbull in? That's a yeah, great conversation <laughs> starter. Yeah.
2: yeah, that was a good one to start. But I mean, oh, God, when I used to walk in it was like mm. Winchmore Hill, and I used to only get old people come mm. over and talk to me about my dog.
0: Mm. But I mean, people used to hate the dog. I know this is off topic, but yeah, it's it's actually totally on topic because the people you want to meet, where do they go? Who are they? What do they do?
2: Honestly, basic marketing. Honestly, I don't know. I wish I could tell you. Maybe that's because I don't step. I don't
0: know any jazz clubs.
2: I don't know any like good places to go for like I don't have a dog anymore, so there you go. And I love pe- I love animals. Mm. You know, and honestly, I wouldn't tell you. I don't know where to go. Mm. You can't I've gone to like a few raves, which is like music again, but again, you just there's no point bothering having a conversation with someone because they're either off their face on something or you just can't even talk to them. Yeah. So it's like, where do you you actually go?
0: I think for me it was groups of friends. That's exactly what you said, and yours were in secondary school. I I, I had lots of groups of friends in London. And I guess this was before apps and computers and stuff like that. Um, And it was lots of people I met in West Hampstead. It was a whole group of people that I accidentally met on the underground who happened to go to the Central School of Speech and Drama. So I was surrounded by drama students and... Um, I moved to London to launch a newspaper. It was everyone that worked there. So it was communities and really good people within communities. And I was younger, so everyone was more available. Um, Where now people have, a lot of my friends have got married or they've moved into the countryside or moved abroad or they've got dodgy partners or whatever it is. But while you're at this age, it's like, hmm,
2: they don't exist anymore. It's all on the phone. Hmm. You know, you go out and you try and talk to people and they don't talk to you. Mm. They want to they go on your Instagram. They want to judge you first. You know, they want to have a prerequisite. They want to have a press release of everything about you that tells them where you are, what you do and what you like so they can judge it. So there's no, there's no like, community, you know. And I think, like, of, of all my friends, it
0: it's seems like it's only a small circle.
2: Is, is
5: Meetup a good place, then?
0: Actually, that's a really good point. Um, I guess I've met Bertie and Yogesh on Meetup Mm -hmm. through the men's groups and I think a lot of people meet up and they find out what it is they like and where to go Um, and it's not necessarily a dating thing it's like this is what I like to do that makes good sense it
5: seems like the perfect place to find an interest
0: and to go out and do things offline yeah do you know this, this conversation reminds me of a scene in The Matrix and I don't remember the details or anything but it's when suddenly he kind of looks up from the pods, and he sees all these other people in pods and he unplugs himself from all these things. Do you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. that's almost like unplugging himself from online and the apps. And -hmm. if other people did, then you're in the same kind of awareness environment. And the way that I think most people today have said know yourself inside and then let that shine on the outside, maybe it is that rather than giving energy to women don't and it's all online um i bet there are loads of women that are saying men don't and it's all online with exactly the same situation and maybe it's about looking up like keanu reeves did um and okay he was the only one who was out of the pod (laughs) that was a long time ago everyone knows about those pods now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but maybe somehow it's that it's like no give energy to what what you want to grow and it's worked for you Bertie. you have met a reasonable amount of people yeah, yeah i mean even the way that you met this girl when at the rsa talk who i think is roughly your age and you've been running the men's groups and schools that was a physical meeting in a place mm. with a common interest so I think you're right. It might be meetups and event brights and things to see what's on and, and go out there and wean off online. I don't know. But another weird thing is this whole um, porn and communication. Emojis. Forget about porn, but facial expressions. So many younger people have said my face doesn't express itself or people don't understand where I'm coming from or what's going on. And I know that I've sent the odd I did it today um, a colon a line and half a a bracket and I don't remember if it was a happy half bracket or a sad half bracket but it it was an email but people send in the same room each other facial expressions (laughs) (laughs) via email rather than making faces at each other to know what's going on I don't mind emojis I quite like them. As long as it's an emoji and your face still works and people still know where you're coming from. I
2: think they're great to set the tone of something. You know, sometimes you send an email and you think, I kind of need to, like, I'm trying to be funny here, but if they read this wrong, they could take it insulting. So if you put a, you know, a smiling face, it mm. kind of comes across in that way. But for, like, younger people, for, like, 13-year-olds or whatever, I can see how it could be a, um, a problem
0: because it's not letting them express their emotions and um, to kind of come full circle because this was your question about no it was Bertie's question about meeting people and stuff and where do people meet people Um, and one of sadly the um, most common things that people have come to men's groups saying is what's wrong with me and how do I do me right and what they find is there's nothing wrong with them and they need to be them and then life responds in that way. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. And what I haven't realized until really hit hitting home with it this year is how much loneliness there is. And irrespective of number of friends on Facebook and Instagram and high life and all of that, people are very, very, very lonely. Mm. People are really lonely, disconnected from themselves and disconnected from each other. Um, and then I've heard about um, the pickup artist men or boys that go chasing girls. The game. You yeah. know the game? Yeah. yeah All of that. Um, and how so many of them love being with other blokes because they have friends and they have a common mission. And you're cooler if you get a number or someone sets you a mission. You go out, you do something, you do a little trick and they like you or whatever it is. Um, but there's no follow through. There are no dates. It's just like dash home to have a wank basically and that's what apparently a lot of these blokes do is they hang out together it's like it's a certain stage in school where girls are scary and this, this has come up so much with men I've worked with is faced with a woman that they like or someone attractive or someone smart or powerful or whatever and they turn into scared little boys and I wonder how blokes are being and maybe women as well rewired where the wiring is not to connect with the opposite sex or to have quality relationships, pretty much like I believe we've got um, with each other, but also with women. But the wiring is to get a fix of this and get a fix of that. And this is my issue. So I'll sexualize it in porn or this is my fantasy. So if I'm, this is another thing that really surprised me only in the last couple of months is to realize how many men, when they're faced with, a woman who's attractive, they don't see the woman inside of them, uh, outside of them anymore. They just get a flash to something they've been looking at at porn and they can't relate to this woman. All they, they're kind of overwhelmed with is imagery from porn. Where, how do you start a conversation with that?
5: Oh, that works the other way around as well, isn't it? Surely. Go on. Women are the same. I mean, if you're seeing pictures of guys ripped all the time, showing what they do in the gym. And you're inundated with that then yeah surely you don't maybe look and go he doesn't look like he's got a six-pack or he has or I'll oh, he'll be more worthwhile to chat to or hmm. um, he's a bigger personality yeah. on Instagram or I
0: wonder whether muscly male bodies is for other blokes rather than women I don't know Do it know used I mean? to be
2: didn't it I swear yeah. like it used to be back in like the 70s and 80s,
6: and then all of a sudden it changed, yeah. didn't if it? If you look at the bodybuilding competitions, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's all guys yeah, watching. it was all guys, so wasn't it, yeah. Actually, the guys mm. up on stage. It so uh, all
2: bizarre, of a sudden it switched, it, it swapped, didn't it? And it was the same with bikini contests as well, someone was telling me. What, that it was all girls? <laughs> were, it was all just women. Don't call me a girly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there all
6: You just wanted to be in a bikini competition. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I'm not, I don't know about that. I don't know if, if women do go for abs. I know other blokes go for abs. You know, not necessarily sexually, but this <laughs> is what I should want, or this is how I should look. Or... Oh yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah.
6: Expectation, isn't it, more? It's like, mm. this is what I'm expected to be.
0: And not only that, hairless. Mm. Like, I'm um, 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 to...
6: pro-hairless.
0: Are you talking male or female or Both. yourself? Hairless first of all,
2: first of all, myself because like I've got like two chest hairs, so you know I'm kind of like everyone should be the same as me. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, Isn't not? that hairist? Hey,
5: hairiest! Hey. <laughs> no,
2: uh, but yeah, I'm um, no hair, no hair. Sorry, no, I know you've got a big beard, but
5: <laughs> so uh, it's not the same everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, too much. Oh, How are
0: we doing for time, and where are we?
2: <laughs> We're about. um an hour and fifty minutes in. All oh, right, so we've got about half an hour left.
0: Shall we? Do you feel satisfied with that? Uh, yeah. Well, no.
4: <laughs> what but would you like? I what don't. Something? I don't think I'll be satisfied with it. The thing is, well, I've, I've. I didn't necessarily ask that question. It was more of a, just the brain spurt. Like that's the thing I was thinking at the moment, and it's because I've asked that question before in groups. And yeah. Uh, I think we came to quite a similar conclusion it's like it's where you're coming from inside that counts and, and as well as yeah, doing things you enjoy meeting people through that way mm.
5: um, quite a good pun there spurt yeah <laughs> drop <laughs> that in there
4: talking of which I wonder
0: whether the next round and this is like a little bit edgy so you started the first James started the second so this is over to you Nigel um, is okay so this is all well and good about change yourself on the inside and where you're coming from and attract it and everything but spring is in the air there are arousals and what do you do with these arousals Um, how do you manage yourself Uh, and one thing that I've often said is, um, and one thing that the media have always been interested in that I haven't sat down and written is how do you own your dick so your dick doesn't own you, or so you're not a dick. Over to you, Nigel.
5: Thanks for that one. <laughs> no, no pressure, no pressure. You can't pass.
6: <laughs> Don't give him that. <laughs> Come back to <laughs> the, in the ground rules. Uh. Yeah, temporarily
4: suspended. <laughs> no,
5: my, my initial thought is if you haven't got enough going on in yourself, then you just get involved in all this other superficial stuff going on. Explain. Um, if you don't have your own passions and your own drive and your own path to be on, yeah then you're basically you know just walk walking about being attracted by everything around you because you 're not focused on your own you know getting somewhere to do something you're right. not mirandering around just you know seeing what's going on
0: so if you don't have your own personal focus mm. then you're going to be distracted I, sorry to interrupt Go
2: but on. the um the thing stopped working. Ah, we're not capturing video anymore. Shall we stick
0: it on again? <coughs> um, is it right if I do that quickly? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah of course. Cool. Yeah.
0: Everything else, you're your recording thing's working, isn't it? Audio's fine. Oh, fine. Uh, Stop working. Fine. So, are you saying if you're not focused or in alignment with yourself, or what? You know, put it in your work? Get distracted. Yeah. Then if you're talking about. I think it's,
5: I think it's okay, it's okay right to, be to be
4: distracted. distracted. When we start again,
3: like a Yeah.
0: I <laughs> so have done that in the last one. Oh, to sync the sound in vision. Yeah. Don't you wonder sometimes? <laughs> David Bowie, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Don't stop. give up your day job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay my granddad in the room.
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs>
3: burst
1: into song and old radio
6: songs. No. Yeah. All
3: the time. I
0: can't stop it. Now I'm granddad granddad we love you (laughs) (laughs) so you're talking about distraction
5: yeah i think it's okay to be distracted i think you're kind of meant to be distracted Mm -hmm. you know we we're attracted to looking at things but um for me i feel more i feel and i I, I guess i'm going back to my whole this whole theme i keep going over and being a bit that i actually get distracted by social media or what's going on um and i find it takes me away from or or it feels like it steals power from me right doing my thing
0: so are you saying owning your power is being able to be focused and if you're distracted adjust back to your center yeah,
5: I think kind of, for me, knowing that I'm, for instance, binge-watching binge watching a series on Netflix, right. I'll do it, but then in the end, I'm like, come on, like, get, you know, get back to what you're working on. Right. And I think if you don't, for me, if I don't have that, then I kind of don't see the point of sticking to doing anything. Yeah. But maybe for me, because I'm self-employed, it's different than when I was working. Yeah. Like, you know, when I was working at gyms and studios... I felt uh, I felt taken over by those businesses. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Really distracted. I felt owned by so those businesses.
0: What about getting down to the bottom line, especially with um, spring in the air and uh, less clothes being worn? Would you say it's normal to be distracted and... Uh, aroused of
5: course it is natural yeah Mm.
0: Uh, and how can that be a positive rather than a negative and a frustration and to an extent cause pain Mm. fair to say any idea
5: perhaps when it starts going up into your head that you don't have something that you want something you can't get it it's difficult to or it's difficult difficult to connect whereas when we come back to that your that inner happiness and that you're following i know i don't can't stand this saying but following your bliss kind of on more of your path of what you want to do right rather than not having a focus i think for me it's focus right Hmm. okay cool thank you
1: i think um building on what nigel said it gives actually what you said that what are the positives you could take from um you know that like sexual energy basically yeah um and i think actually it it could help to push you outside of your comfort zone um because it might be that if there is a nice um girl or person on the tube that it pushes you over from shying away from talking to that girl yeah to actually saying what well, i'm going to do this and
0: do what specifically?
1: Like talk to that girl because right. you might be afraid of talking to...
0: So it's an opportunity.
1: It's an opportunity. So, so.
0: rather than being shameful or scared or turning into a little boy, it's how do, I, how do I choose to respond to this rather than how do I choose to react to this or stick it in my bank, bank for later.
1: Exactly. So. Right.
0: That sounds empowering. Mm. That sounds conscious.
1: And I think um, like Nigel was saying, he said like, It's such a natural energy that you can't actually work against it yeah so if you work you can't always work with it but sometimes you can Um, yeah it's it's like a an extra drive isn't it to to get you to yeah go like step over certain boundaries and lines or maybe push the boundaries a bit further out
0: Mm -hmm. what's the worst that could happen
1: it's all the rejection and maybe being seen to be a pervert or like i don't know yeah but then that's again that's all just they're just fears aren't they they're not really that's not the truth necessarily it can be and if it is then that's that belongs maybe you could say that belongs to the other person or that person's not right for you. Or it could be great feedback because a lot of blokes, I mean, men flirt, private
0: clients, (laughs) they want to know when they come across as creeps Mm -hmm. or sleazy because they don't know, which is fair enough, Um, and when they come across as powerful or honest or vulnerable. Um, And that's really important feedback. It's really important feedback. You know, who knows how often I've come across like a, a creep Meanwhile, I thought I was cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Maybe twice. Anyway. Yeah. That's
6: really empowering and
0: courageous.
1: Hmm. Paul?
6: That yeah, it was interesting. I think mean, it's... What you were saying, it's better to be yourself again than being suppressed or over-creepy, so it's, like, a bit more natural then, isn't it? What um, about the horn itself? Like? Yeah, it's... I just... Beat myself with branches when I get that <laughs> <laughs> it usually helps.
0: Because these are a normal, natural male urges. Especially when it's sunny, I find. Mm-hmm. Not so much when it's cold in winter for me. Especially if there's a full moon. Especially if there's flesh around. Especially if I haven't got laid for a while or something. Um it's there. And you know it's, it's uh, is it dirty is it bad is it wrong is it physical is it emotional is it spiritual
5: could we <laughs> could we separate it could we say that part of it's animalistic and part of it we could use it for other things yeah it feels like a natural thing especially yeah. this time of the year yeah and
6: <coughs> when it feels healthy for me is when i get to <coughs> express that so like dance or exercise or music or something a little bit, you know, again, it's connection, I guess.
0: So it sounds to me that what you're now saying is it's not necessarily sexual energy. Mm. It's creative energy that can be expressed in different ways. Mm. Dance, exercise, rather than kept into sexual and maybe turned toxic because it's unexpressed or because mm. it's like what's wrong with me I'm not getting laid type thing
3: mm. Mm.
6: does feel like that for me if, I, if I'm doing stuff that I really enjoy creative wise then I feel better in that area as well so, mm.
0: so in a way similar to what Nigel said is if you have a purpose and a focus mm. then the distractions aren't there to kind of fill the gaps or take the energy away take the power away mm. so i don't know what to do with my power or my creativity therefore i'll sex it or therefore i'll push it down and get depressed or whatever mm. so this isn't a, any longer sexual energy
5: it encompasses a lot, a lot more yeah i wonder whether sometimes for me it can be if i see myself more attracted by women around or i f- feel i'm going to that more I don't know how to explain that type of energy, whether it's actually a signal to say, how are you expressing this in other areas of your life? Like, mm. you know, the exercise or the purpose or the taking care of yourself, mm. um, the journaling, the expression, connecting with yourself. Maybe yeah. sometimes that energy is about connecting with the male in you, your own male mm. energy. Right. Yeah.
0: What do you think of this birthday so far?
4: I think it's very interesting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that all they're going to get from you? <laughs>
3: um,
4: I've been a little distracted with the video stuff. So I've been half li- like three quarter listening. Uh, but yeah, it's been really interesting. Yeah. Especially like, yeah. Is it sexual energy? Is it creative? Um, and I agree with, fully with everything you guys have said, the uh, focus, like having a focus that helps. And, uh, Yoga, you did say two things, which I really agreed with. I can't remember what they are right now. But <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. Um, so, and I did have thoughts about it, but they're not there right now. That's cool. James?
2: It's tremendous. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which bit? Uh, appara- <laughs> apparently, I'm always a creep when I talk to girls. Really? That's what my friends tell me, yeah. Whenever I'm in that situation, like where it's like, I want to go and talk to that girl Mm. at the bar, whatever it is. They're like, you were so creepy. Mm. And I'm like, thanks,
0: bro. That's great
2: for my confidence.
0: Mm. (laughs) I wonder whether, I mean, that's surely feedback. I don't know whether it's useful feedback.
2: It's, It's feedback. I mean, I think it does worse than it does good because now I always have it in my head. And I think I overthink it massively whenever I talk to like, if I'm, but it's it's always in, I feel like in a situation where it's not to be expected. Mm. Like the other day with the girl at the coffee shop, because there was no like pressure and there was nothing to be expected. I just went in with a good joke. She laughed and it was like, bang, the wheels were off. You know so what I mean? So there was space for you to be you.
0: Exactly. Without coming up with a cheap line.
2: Without coming up with this cheap line or having to be this cheap man you know and be like in a cheap shirt whatever Right. and then it's like in that scenario it's like I'm always a creep no matter what I do it's like my friends say you're the creepiest guy but then when I'm not in that situation it's like I'm James Bond you know what I mean
0: no wonder you're having such a tough time if people say and you believe that you're always the creep Mm. meanwhile have people told you what works? No. So you don't know what actually works and what to do more of you just know what doesn't work Basically, which is everything I do. That is so (laughs) not fair on you. Nah, I think think that's shit.
5: I think you've got the raw energy to do something with. And sitting back and not doing anything puts you nowhere. I think you've got something there to shape. And it's just like the guys, men's groups, we come in with unformed uh, opinions about things. They feel shit. We don't try and perfect it before we talk about it. The whole talking about it is learning and yeah, that's why i think it. in that when we all speak and get together it's like you double or triple your learning mm. so if you put yourself in a group of guys that are like give you some different feedback and you had different time you know d- a different environment to practice that i think you'd learn a lot quicker and you'd find what you settle into just yeah. my take on it
2: but no I, I i i think it can only help that's for sure and getting like good feedback you know not just yeah. oh you're a creep go buy me a drink, you know, like actually having a conversation mm. with someone about it and what to do and where you go wrong and how you behave, which is why I'm looking forward to the men flirt thing. Mm. Cause it'd be great to talk that through mm. and to get feedback and to get feedback. Proper, what fe- proper feedback. Really works. I call it, yeah. But it's weird. They're my friends from school. So I don't know how much of it is like,
6: yeah, I was going to say some women might like, the way you are, it might not mm. be creepy to them. It's like, what, what do you do that's <laughs> creepy? What, yeah. what can really be Appar- that creepy?
2: Apparently, it's just the like the general, the way I, everything is, the way is, I talk, the way I am. I don't know. Is this in? Pubs? I picture myself as like Mr. Burns, you know,
4: like. <laughs> yes rubbing your yeah. hair hello
2: can i buy you a drink hello <laughs> you know is, is this exactly in like, <laughs> yeah.
4: exactly this is in like pubs and bars and clubs
2: yeah pubs and bars and, like if i'm out with my friends having drinks you know i haven't seen them for a long time and they'll be like that typical man thing. oh go get that bird's number you know oh, i shouldn't say bad um you know go get her numbers but sort if, of if
0: that's the way they talk And that's the community. Then there's nothing wrong with it. It's just up to you whether you fit there or not. They're my friends, and I love them dearly. Don't
2: get me wrong, but it's not like they're not the best people to talk to about this sort of stuff. Because it's, which is something I'd love to talk about at some point. Is like who can you? You know, I'd hate to ruin my friendship with some of these people by telling them like you know when you say that to me, it actually kind of bothers me a little bit. You know, it kind Mm. of affects me, and that, that that might ruin a friendship I've had for, like, years and years and years, which I wouldn't want to ruin. But that's a conversation for a different day, I guess. Or it might
5: transform it, yeah. It
2: -hmm. might make it stronger, but it's, you know, do you do that? Or, you know, to risk? I don't Mm. know if I want to take that risk sort of thing with my friends, Yeah. And a
0: lot of people, uh, some blokes who come to groups say... Yeah, I've got friends, and we get pissed, and we chase gold, and we do sports, and we do this and that. But there's no depth, and there's no space for me, and there's no space for change or growth and whatever. And I don't want to lose that, so I'll carry on with that for as much as I want to. But when I come here, I know I'll get something different, and a different part of me comes alive. Mm-hmm. Others just say, well, I've outgrown my friends, or I'll see them once or twice a year when we have our annual uni get-togethers. And we'll get pissed, and we'll vomit a lot, and maybe someone will get laid, and someone will take the piss, and you know, and, and that's fine. That surely there's mm. a space for everything. How has it been? How how much have oh, we got? a Little time. Um, how has it been with you lot and friends? Um, so you started the last one, Nigel.
5: Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: How has it been since the groups, and also leaving school, uni, leaving uni with friends, and different parts of you coming alive and growing and changing?
1: Things think like. Um James was saying, like, you love them and everything. And like Kenya was saying, there's just a different space for everyone. Yeah. Because some of, like, the real depth and, like, telling people how you feel and stuff, that's come through the groups. And a lot of the stuff that I've talked about, I wouldn't have been able to talk about with my existing friends' groups. Um, But actually with certain things, I've spoken about it in the groups first. And then I've gone back to my friends and then spoken to them. So how has it been received when you've done that? It's been received well, and they were actually a bit surprised that I didn't feel like I could talk to them right um, but and has it changed uh, those relationships? and opened I think them it's up? strengthened the relationships, um, but it's also quite hard because um yeah, sometimes you just want to be able to talk to people outside of your normal um kind of life, yeah like people that you see every day so yeah. i think sometimes it's actually easier to talk to um strangers or people that are used to t- expressing themselves yeah um rather than the average kind of person mm.
0: Mm. so do you still have friends from school uni everywhere you've worked yeah sports um
1: yeah still from school and uni like mm. and i value those friendships a lot and yeah. um it's still important for me to keep those relationships and be close with them but i think the new relationships that are formed through people that i've met in the groups Mm. um, they've been amazing for me because everyone's at a different place in their lives yeah so i felt like a lot of my friends they'd married they've got kids so um they're just not as available so it's not out of not wanting to meet but they're just so busy with their own kind of stuff yeah, And I'm in a different place in my life because I'm single and, you know, not married with kids and all of that stuff. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I think without having met new people, I would have probably got really lonely. Mm. Um, and things like going on holidays, again, if someone's married and they've got kids, they're not really want to going to want to go on holidays mm. with me because they want to do family holidays. So just little things like that have been amazing.
0: It's interesting how many of the married with kids men come to their clothes groups and that's it. Mm. And it works for them because they know that that's their space that belongs to them. And the rest is family, work, whatever. Um, And then there's the batch of men who show up once their kids have left home. And it's like, oh, my God, who am I? who is my wife, how do we get together, <laughs> and how do I start again? And it's like a new chapter in life. But yeah, very interesting.
1: And the, the last thing I'd say is like I used to have a lot of friends that were girls, women as yeah. well. And sometimes like some of the stuff that we talk about here is very specific to men. Yeah. Uh, so I felt like I lacked a lot of that depth with men, um, yeah. especially when it comes to like women and relationships and dating and all that kind of stuff.
0: Even in a way for me, the way that
1: um, I can speak about being a boy
0: mm. in the playground um, or at uni or in in my family or with my mother or in the workplace um, and being a man and the different stages or even being horny. A woman doesn't understand male hormones like I could never understand female hormones. Mm. It's a very, very different thing. Um, and so many of the men have come and they've got male friends and so many of the men have never had male friends because it's just too scary mm. they don't know how it, it didn't work in school or it was just too rough or, or too weird that it's like okay now it's time for me to know myself here
1: hmm cool yeah i connect to a lot of that like when i was at school like a lot of the guys were into football and like really like like man, kind of stuff again in, in inverted commas, like, mm. but that wasn't really me. Yeah, then I used to think that I, there was something different about me, or but it was just that I was different from them, but there was nothing wrong with that. Mm.
0: Um, the number of blokes that have said I didn't give
1: a damn about football,
0: but I knew that pretty sharpish I had to say Spurs and no the noises to make and who was what Mm. and all of that (coughs) Uh, and now they do love it but in the beginning it was terror of being left out and called something or
2: whatever that's me really that's me that's Mm -hmm. me i wasn't i mean growing up i'm not the big i was the thing is i was never good at it so i never got into it yeah but it's like i just you know you had to know football right come (laughs) monday morning you had to know who what the scores were you had to be part of that conversation. You couldn't be the one that's like, I don't follow football. Otherwise. Mm. Otherwise, you, f- you, you were feeling like you were left out. You were not part of the pack. You and know?
0: for a boy, especially in school, that hurts. But
2: massively, because the only thing you really want in school, right, is to be accepted. Yeah. You just want to have friends. So then it's like, you know, I remember sitting there on a Sunday night memorizing the scores. Not, not knowing anything, but just memorising the score, so that wow. come Monday morning, I could be like, oh yeah, Man United 2-1, mm. that was a great goal, wasn't it? All this, but really, I didn't watch any of the games, I didn't wow. buy any of the kits, I didn't play FIFA, because I just didn't like football, but I just didn't want to be left out. That's heavy. And I still, I yeah. mean, I, I enjoy it now, you yeah. know, I'm a Tottenham Hotspurs fan, we're doing well, um, I do enjoy it, but it's not my, it's not my passion, yeah. I don't love football, you know, I'll definitely, I miss the game this Wednesday. One of the biggest games of the season for Spurs. Didn't lose a minute's sleep over it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was fired, you know. So there you go. And it's just it's funny how you say that because and the, I, the same you said the same thing. It's like the amount of guys that I talk to who are like, I just had to pretend to like football just to feel accepted, part of the tribe, be part of the tribe. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so. There's something in there. Yeah,
0: that smart man and me could figure out. Wow. But, and it carries on. I mean, it starts in school carries on all through life, I'd say, um Paul, what about you and outgrowing friends in different stages in life?
6: Yeah, I mean, football wasn't I still feel actually isolated now or or cut off when people start talking about football now. It's yeah. like i I've never had any, any interest, and in I've never shown to have any interest, but um instantly feel like, oh shit, where do I stand? Or oh, go stand over there because they're talking about football it's It's like I don't understand it it's, yeah. um. So yeah, friends that I have now are, are different than um, what well, they used to be. I, I guess the people I grew up with were more into fighting, mm. so martial arts and stuff. It went into um, was always a bit of a, a joker of the pack. That would be how I would make myself feel f- like I was fitting in because everybody would laugh and at safe that stuff. as well. Surely, Is yeah, you the joker. Yeah take the piss out of myself you know yeah. that, that kind of thing so and if you get in,
0: if you take the piss out of yourself first then other people might not mm. if you put yourself down
6: first then other people won't put you down mm. takes away the power from from mm. them mm. with well, my head it does anyway so
0: and i'd say there's a lot of truth in it in the negative and the positive and i'd say in the negative people will only treat me as badly as i treat myself mm. and if i want people to treat me better then i need to change my Relationship with myself and and watch the magic happen. Mm. Do you know, I love how spiritual we've all been to, today without being spiritual, because it's really quite basic. <laughs> <laughs> and would do, would you say you've got um, friends from school
6: or from
0: when you were younger, or have you? Met uh, there's
6: them? there's people that I will catch up with every now and again, and that's cool. I don't mind doing that, but it doesn't it doesn't last very long before you sort of get bored of the same conversation. So it's, we'll go for coffee, can do yeah. an hour, and then it's like, oh, do you know what, it really hasn't moved on since last time we we spoke about stuff. And part of me resorts back to the old me. Yeah. And, you know, because I'm, I'm hanging around that person. But So you know do,
0: how to meet them. You know where yeah, to meet
6: them. Yeah, I know it's... the language. I can play the game to yeah. a degree. And, and I don't mind that, but I couldn't see like my main friendships now the people that i could hang around with all day and, and yeah feel comfortable and be myself with there's no acting there's no pretending in that um
0: what i love about us a lot and especially like when we went to morocco with that close group and stuff is it was all about exploring life mm-hmm. and coming alive rather than going around in circles and being a victim to the same old thing I mean,
6: it feels like everybody's on that growth you know they're, yeah. they're all looking for you know, and we're not the same no everybody's got we're their, all their lessons and their things they're going through and yeah but everybody's in that same space you know for yeah. for growth and just self-reflection i suppose and mm. just not living the same mistakes and not and you know, i guess that's where you were talking about the happiness that's where the happiness comes from is being is not learning the same doing the same mistakes again so yeah it's um yeah it's different
0: hmm. i'd say another issue um that i know i share with some of you is childhood was not a bed of roses there was trauma uh there was there was shit going on um and maybe it was someone's fault maybe it wasn't someone's fault it really doesn't matter But with stuff going on, with trouble at mill, it's not all going to be fun and games in the playground because there's a distraction or there's pain or it's not safe or it's not secure or whatever it is. Um, And it might be that the little boy has to be a man. And I know that for a lot of my life, I was a little boy pretending to be a man. And I was that little boy pretending to be a man, probably until my 30s sometime, when I realised, or maybe 20s, I don't know, I'm not very good with numbers, Um, but everyone else respected me as a good man. Meanwhile, there was no space for me to even exist in my life, because for me, it was that automatic survival act of doing it right and getting it right. And it only changed for me when I made space for me to be who I am in my life and be my own man. Um, And then I had to, when I was safe enough, deal with that little boy who was abandoned or traumatized or went through whatever, uh, and then do my childhood and then do my adolescence. But it belonged to me rather than how I should be, and it was beyond survival. And I know that my life changed when I realized when I was surviving, and I kind of like got over the survival, made it safe for myself, and started living. And the number of people that have said to Bertie, it's so not fair that you're so young and you're starting now and we've waited until our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. Um, And I can't imagine it means much to you because it's like, yeah, whatever. Just tell me the answers and make the pain going away and show me how to live a better (laughs) life. But all the same, do you relate to this kind of stuff about, you know, like you were saying about Leaving school and friends and uni and all of that. Where do you sit with it now?
3: Yeah, um,
4: Mike, yeah, I do. Yes, I do. Um, yeah, so it was very much for me. It was that thing you mentioned earlier, where it was like um, I, you know, we we had a lot of fun. Like in my secondary school group, we had a, like a lot of fun together, and there was a lot of banter, um, but there wasn't any there was very little wiggle room for growth mm. um and yeah it was kind of stuck in the same old like patterns and broken record kind of syndrome um and yeah i mean it's only now that i'm realizing that's what it was mm-hmm. like i didn't know what was going on at the time so before you realized what what effect i just it felt there was something wrong it's that what's wrong with me thing again and yeah, yeah, I think I I did ask what was wrong with me, um, and particular yeah, like even at university, like the people I was hanging around with at university, it was the same thing. It's like um, I, there was some there was something not there, so there was something missing, mm. and I couldn't quite connect with them. Um, and I did ask what you know what's wrong with me back in the time, and mm. then so only since I've like come to the men's groups and really found people who are more my tribe Mm -hmm. that i've uh and where you know i'm not i'm not performing i'm not putting on an act so uh there's nothing wrong with me it's just i was surrounded by the wrong people yeah
3: yeah
0: and just to say um tribe for the moment because Mm. it's not a cult We are all allowed to leave. (laughs) Oh, thank God. You you
2: didn't
5: say this. (laughs) They can't (laughs) see me
2: chained to the desk. I've only
5: only just got the tattooed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it is like there are so many organisations and cults and religions and clubs and clans and whatever that say it's safe with us. It's not safe in the big bad world where I think as far as we're all concerned, it's like purely through choice. And the groups, for me, are as true to real life as possible without any special lingo or behavior or anything like that. Um, and for me, that's the magic of it. And it's the way, I don't remember, it's the way Yogesh said that you experimented with who you are, who you really are in the groups, and then took it out into, into the world with awareness. Mm. And that's what it's about. I know we're running out of time. Any final words, Bertie, on this note? Oh, on the, the childhood... Yeah, and outgrowing friends and, um, no. James, this has been your first men's group. Are you a man? Far from it. (laughs) Far,
2: far from it. I can tell you that honestly. Far from it.
0: Right, so let's take a quick vote on this. Hands up if you think that there is a man in James and that you've seen it today. Somewhere deep down. (laughs) (laughs) So I wonder whether there's a part of you. Thank you all. (laughs) all I wonder whether it's like your own sense of self that might need to shift. Because I've noticed the way that, um, and I don't know where this came from, but you said, Paul said something about being the joke or the joker. Uh, And I've noticed that with you. You take it and people give it to you. And it's a role that I think you know how to play. And there's so much more to you. <laughs> there really is. As long as you and other people uh, give it the space, then you could be whoever you want to be.
2: Yeah, I. I you, you talk about the Joker. Yeah, I was always the Joker as well, so I'm I'm very used to it. And my self-esteem has never been good. You've always you always me about that whenever whenever <laughs> we hang out. Speak good about <laughs> yourself. Stop putting yourself down. Putting yourself Partly down. because it's lies. It's not true. Yeah, but it's, just, it's, it's an easy defence mechanism to go yeah. to, isn't it? And it's an easy place to go just to be like, oh, you know, oh, I'm sorry, I'm so bad kind of thing. You know, a very defensive thing. Mm. But yeah, maybe my, I do. That's why I'm here. we have got to shift it. I've got to change my perspective a little bit, I guess. Brilliant. There's so much that needs to be done with me. I'll tell you that now, man. We could do a whole book on what's wrong with me and what problems I've got and
0: what needs to change. So You don't need fixing. There's nothing wrong with you. I'm <laughs> guessing... <laughs> Like my take is, you need space to be self-aware and to grow, and to know your boundaries and to have space. And let's see, what do you guys
6: think? In I a think, nutshell, I think we've all got books written on us about all the things that were wrong, mm. or and are there's are probably wrong. going to be volumes to be written as well. Yeah, it never ends really. Mm. So
5: that's why i got such a big book <laughs> 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 <Having mine around laughs> Encyclopaedia of Nigel. <laughs> right and that's what makes it
1: interesting
2: that's not yeah and it's nice to hear everyone say that Mm. it's kind of comforting to know that everyone sort of thinks the same way that what's wrong with me sort of thing
0: that's life
5: eh? (laughs) it's a journey it's a journey well and i um i suppose (laughs) that a very serious note um you know we brought up in the groups times about suicidal feelings and i think i was having this discussion with bertie a while back like I've had thoughts for many, many years and then sitting in a group, you know, everyone starts to put their hands up. Yeah, we've had feelings like that. Mm. I was like, fuck, I can't use that one anymore. (laughs) 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 Right.
0: We have run out of time, eh? Yes. So thank you all very, very much for showing up and sharing yourselves and telling the truth and blah, blah, blah. I want to go for a wee now so i guess how many seconds do we have
2: you are over by
0: 44. oh <laughs> Lord. okay so i'm going to take 20 seconds for the bell um and what i always or what we always because i'm not the only one that runs men's groups here say at the end of the groups is if anything comes up it's very typical they say of men to isolate and go down a hole and think about things if anything comes up don't isolate contact each other. No one's obliged to respond. Contact the group facilitator because the group facilitator will respond. And stay connected because when I disconnect, all hell breaks loose. So, do you know what? I, I can't put my hand on the bell right now. And I know we're out of time, so I'll go. Do it's fine. Shall I? It's fine, yeah, do it. Oh, yeah, I was going to go ding with my voice. I found mm. it right. So, 20 seconds. Happy spring, happy full moon, happy fleshy distractions, happy harnessing your energy, getting in alignment and
3: living happily ever now.